0: But no, I don't know if you remember this, but on my Letterboxed and my uh-huh. favorite movies... You gave this a five? When Harry Met Sally is...
1: One of your favorite movies? It's one of two. You just Didn't you just say it's not my favorite movie?
0: No, I said it about Stand My Me and A Princess Bride. Oh, damn. Oh, wait. The Princess
1: Bride. Oh, yeah, don't do that. I hate when you people get articles incorrect. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Matrix and The Star Wars. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Those aren't those movies. Welcome to the Crooked Table Podcast, where we discuss the world of film from a fresh angle. And now your host, Robert Yannis Jr. Welcome to the Cricket Table Podcast. This is Rob. Uh, on this show, we like to democratize the film criticism conversation by bringing on fans and critics alike to dig into their personal connection w- with, to personal connection with, to, to, dig with into their personal connection, this is a bad start, dig into their personal connection to a per- current or classic release. Again, usually is my always my segue into, but not this time. This is the fourth Crooked Commentary track where Kai and myself like to just sit here and usually have something to something to imbibe and just kind of talk over a movie uh, with our thoughts on on the film, what it means to us, like some cool things that we like about it, whatever. That I was kind also of kind
0: of hoping you were going to say libations.
1: Libations? Yes. No, I wasn't going to say libations. There was a there was a great uh, line. In the Mandalorian, where Werner Herzog, the like director, he comes on and he plays the client. This is a giant transition slash segue. But the last episode was the Rise of Skywalker, so it's related. And I just saw the Mandalorian finale yesterday, uh, where he's like, "Oh, let's let's we, let's take a partake of some libations to to uh, celebrate the conclusion of our shared narrative, or something like that." It was like basically, let's have a drink to celebrate our the end of our business deal or whatever. And I just thought that I'm going to start making that a thing for me now. Um, that was cool. So, yeah. Uh, so this is the fourth one of these. So I'd like to re- welcome back to the Crooked Table podcast, Kai Yanis, who was here last week.
0: Hi, everybody. Happy to be here again.
1: So since New Year's Eve is right around the corner, uh, I was looking to end the year with a, a Crooked Commentary. It's been a while since we did one. As we said, Scott Pilgrim was the last one. That wasn't even when. Well, that was before the format change, wasn't it? Was yeah, yeah, it was right. Yes, I think so. Yeah, so that was before we we uh, had the whole concept that I laid out at the very beginning of the episode. And I want to do these semi regularly. I mean, they're more a little more of a time commitment because I it takes over an evening for Kai and I, and the and it's
0: longer than an hour.
1: Podcast. It's longer than an hour, but I've talked to we talked two, and a half, two hours and my the podcast total was two hours and eleven minutes, I think, for our uh Rise of Skywalker conversation. So
0: Which was basically the the, the length, length of, of the, the movie. movie, pretty much. Yeah. So Minus credits, I think. Yeah. So this one isn't being the length of the movie because, well,
1: we're watching the whole movie, yeah. Watching
0: the whole movie.
1: So I'd like to do these more regularly. I don't know if that means twice a year, three times, like maybe quarterly would be fun, just because I like to do these and I've been telling Kai about, you know, I've been kind of stringing her along, be like, we'll do a movie you like, I promise. And then we're finally doing a movie she liked, like a movie that, well, you don't hate Scott Pilgrim or Nightmare Before Christmas, but they're not, they're really way more Rob movies. Uh, yeah. They're like top 25 movies for Rob. And The Room is just fun to be like, this is crazy. So many wise old logos, I think uh, we pointed yeah, out. Yeah, The we're Room gonna,
0: is the most basic
1: bad commentary
0: movie. riff track you can Right, exactly. You can do. So it was a good foray into having her own. Commentary,
1: right? But I don't. But I, you don't want to make. I also don't want to make that the sole focus of the podcast. It's just. Right. It's more fun if we do it every once in a while. Right. So maybe quarterly, we could do that going forward in twenty twenty. Which is like a, every few months, pop on a movie we both seen and be like blah 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 blah. So since New Year's Eve is right around the corner, uh, I was trying to. We were thinking of things to talk about. So Kai and I have been going on for a while about possibly doing a commentary for Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, which is which you may remember from our top five of uh nine, 1998 episode that Kai and I did been
0: 20 years, no 20 20 well, years, last, 20 years year. last year, which yeah. I think when
1: we were planning on doing it initially was last year. Uh, so we'll still do that, we'll keep that on the books. Maybe that'll be one of the ones for 2020 that will definitely make a priority. But then when I realized that the opening slot for this episode was going to be right before New Year's Eve, I felt like, well, what's a New Year's Eve movie? Not the new year, not the movie New Year's Eve because that seems terrible, even though I love Leah Michelle. And, uh, and some of the other people in that. So I, I immediately thought of when Harry Met Sally, which isn't really a New Year's Eve movie, but it has probably the most memorable New Year's Eve scene.
0: Yes. Agreed. Which
1: we don't want to get into... Because I already mean,
0: knew what you were thinking. Yeah.
1: What you were planning. As soon as I said... Wait, did I tell you my, my idea for when, for when Harry Met Sally first? Or did I tell you I was thinking about movies for New Year's Eve and you're like, when Harry Met Sally? I was like, yeah. Kind of.
0: Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't remember, remember how about, it went down. Yeah, I but I could see first, you... Yeah.
1: But it, it's probably the New Year's Eve scene that's made the biggest impression on me and probably cinema, one of the biggest ones in general, uh, definitely the last few decades. So since the movie is When Harry Met Sally, which is, I would say, a five star out of five for both of us.
0: That's not what you said.
1: I said a five and a half out of yeah. five, just because it's a really great movie. And I said, because we were looking at Rob Reiner's filmography, which we'll talk about in the course of this episode. Um, this is probably the first, this is definitely the first crooked commentary we've talked about that we both like, Like, absolutely love the the movie, and it's probably one of the first episodes, period, that we were both on the same level with the film. Even Endgame, I like more than you.
0: Yes, I feel feel like at this point, you may like Endgame more than most people. Oh, well, yeah. Um, And also, we want to mention that uh, 2019 marks 30 years that When Harry Met Sally came out.
1: I know, I didn't realize it was a July movie, Now I feel like we should have done this earlier, but...
0: That's okay. The New it's Year's still, Eve connection. yeah, years.
1: Barely. We we fit it in before the end of the year. Uh, so since the movie is When Harry Met Sally that we'll be talking about, directed by Rob Reiner from 1989, uh, you know, let's go ahead and, yeah, let's do that. Let's listen to a little bit of the trailer right now men and women can't be friends because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive he always wants to have sex with her so you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive no you pretty much want to nail them too Greg? no i don't like to eat between meals (sighs)
0: i'll roll down the window A faceless guy rips off your clothes, and that's the sex fantasy you've been having since you were 12. Exactly the same. Well, sometimes I varied it a little.
1: Which part? What I'm wearing. You tell her about other women. Yeah. Like the other night, I made love to this woman, and it was so incredible, I took her to a place that wasn't human. She actually meowed. You made a woman meow? That was a little bit of trailer for When Harry Met Sally from 1989, directed by Rob Reiner. So Kai, before we actually start the movie, I, I wanted, to, I told you this right before I started recording, that I, I would like to start by telling how, when Rob met Kai. So do you want to tell people a little bit about how you and I first got together?
0: Well, since it's when Rob met Kai, I feel like you should start the story.
1: Well, I don't, what's, who, who? wait, hold on. Who uh, Who initiated contact? me? You did. Yes. Usually is. Damn it. Usually is the way. Damn it. Tr- traditional gender norms. Um, so you and I were both on eHarmony in 2010. Yep. Right. Yeah. Was that when we first? Yeah, yeah. Like April, I think March or April of 2010.
0: Oh yeah, March, April, spring.
1: So for those of you listening who have no idea how eHarmony works, it's what I like about it is that one, it's paid, and you're able to weed out a lot of possibly not people who aren't really taking it seriously. And they're like, yeah, i are on here, but I'm not really looking for a relationship. Just kind of like random hookups or whatever. And if that's your thing, that's fine. But that's not the premise of the site. So it's to uh, find your, it's,
0: define it's define your to life find a, a
1: relationship at least, at least yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, life partner, let's, I think that's, that's ideal, but at least let's, let's start somewhere. Let's start somewhere a, uh, a little so more far. grounded. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, by the end of this conversation. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Kai and I connected. She was in Orlando at the time, and I was still here in Tampa. And you, they guide you through multiple choice questions first, and then uh, open ended, like complete, you know, short answer questions. Well, not
0: just that, not just with the right? right. like you're talking about how yeah, you're talking about the, like the, how to start communication, mm-hmm. but even just to get, even just to get on eHarmony. Oh yeah, yeah. I skipped it's a step. Really, um, they really vet you. Like they want to make sure that you know that you. Can wanna, find a worthwhile match. They want to yeah. keep their success rate. Yeah.
1: They want to keep their success rate up too.
0: And you know they don't want you to be like I think I was. I think the first time I did it actually, I was not answering very focused. Like I just it was I was inconsistent with how I answered questions. And they said, um, actually wrote the message came up and said, um, we don't think we would find a suitable partner on here. And like wait, what? So then I really thought I thought about it and then focused myself and then. And then I was able to get on, <laughs> but yeah. So they want to just make sure you're not crazy, and that you know what you're looking, who you're looking for, and so yeah. So they so wait, do a lot wait, of vetting first. Wait, you're
1: not crazy? Is that what you're saying?
0: I mean, if that's part of your charm, why you fell in love with me? Well, then I, I I just charmed harmony.
1: I guess I guess candy, it, it, whatever so. whatever you, whatever happened, it worked. Um, so so yeah. So we started messaging back and forth there. Uh, in question form through the process. And then we started just straight up messaging each other. And then we met in person. Did we, we didn't talk on the phone before we met in person, did we? Yes, we did. Oh, we talked on the phone first? Yeah. So we talked on the phone for a while. And I I think you were calling me, because I, I was also, I was on eHarmony. I think there I was goes. also... I wasn't, what? Here I go with what? <laughs> well, I was talking to multiple people simultaneously, talking nothing serious like... Kind yeah, of kind of messaging back and forth, that kind of bullshit, the kind of stuff that when I think back, I'm like, fuck, I'm so glad I yeah. don't have to deal with that kind of crap anymore. Dating, and it sounds like dating probably has gotten so much worse now with social media. Now everybody's like
0: on apps.
1: Yeah, Tumblr, Grinder, whatever. You're not Tumblr. Tinder. Grinder and Tinder. Yeah, Grindr's oh the the one, the gay one, right? Yeah. is that dumb, and then Tinder. See, I don't know. We're we're pre all that stuff.
0: We're pre the apps.
1: Yeah, we're pre the app dating at least, um, which I'm grateful for so yeah so we would call you would call me mostly and then because i had other irons in the fire so as it were i was just like "Uh, okay whatever and i was talking to you and i was like we're not really like i was talking to you but i wasn't really even like pursuing much because you were also in orlando which for people that don't know is like a good hour and a half to two hour drive away from here but
0: you knew that when you messaged me i
1: did because i was like (laughs) whatever i was just throwing it out there because i might as well right right um so then we finally met up in the end of May in 2010. And you're like, oh, you're a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I'm going to China. I didn't just call you a nice the-
0: guy. I said, you're a good person. Yeah.
1: Okay. Whatever. With nice hair. Which sounds like already being let down. Oh, thank you. I'm going to cling to it as long as I can. Um, that that also sounds like being let down easily a little bit, which I don't know if that's how you meant it at the time. No, necessarily. no I
0: genuinely meant... That you you are a good person.
1: Right. I don't just
0: call, I don't just say that to people.
1: Well, I, well, I hope not. But you also but you also weren't like, yeah, I want to be in a relationship with this guy at that point.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: You were or, just like you seem like a night nice, like a good person to know. Yeah. But I'm going to China in a few months, and I was like, oh, okay. So after that, I was totally just like, still, it's like I still talk to you on the phone, whatever, once in a while. But I I really wasn't initiating anymore at that point. I don't know you you didn't notice, I guess, did you?
0: No, not really. Okay. I just like talking to you. Ah. Uh-huh. And you were a good person. Thanks. And I thought that what it changed. Was, and I thought that it was that you were a person that I should keep in my life. Aww. There was something about you and our conversation. That I should and the fact that you um, you charmed me with your writing.
1: Uh, and at the time, the I messages to, think, to you yeah, about. And I
0: used to think I was a writer. That's back when I was blogging. I'm like, oh, you also to writer. Think,
1: you also used to think you were a movie fan. Yeah. Until you met me and you're like, ooh, I don't really like movies as much as he does. Maybe <laughs> I'm not a movie fan at all.
0: <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I just thought you were a good a good person to and a good man to know and have in my life and I didn't think and if anything, I thought that it would just be a, a good friendship.
1: Yeah. so then you were when you were getting ready to leave for China, uh, you had a going away dinner and I drove the two hours there for that. I don't know why I did exactly. I was just like, sure. also invited to my
0: birthday party, but you had another birthday party for a friend.
1: Yeah. Which friend?
0: Oh, one, uh, one of your, one of your, Jen, Jen Neal?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's a June baby too. Um, so, yeah. So then I went, I went there and then, you know, you, you left. And then as I was driving back, I was like, oh man, I think I have feelings for her. Damn it. Which is weird. It's never happened to me before or obviously since. That'd be weird if it had happened since. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's the first. That's the first of like four times since then that I've had that feeling. Um, no, so uh, so then you left, and you and I kept in touch. And I said to you, I messaged you that weekend, your first weekend you were gone. I think I said, when you come back, you know, don't be surprised if I ask you out or something, right? Yeah, something yeah, like that, which sounds. was kind of ballsy for me.
0: Yeah,
1: and especially especially at that point, I'm already, I'm still kind of, not kind of, I'm still introverted and uh you know
0: but you've really come out of your shell of lot I,
1: well but, but that's what i'm saying back then even more so i'm still now and imagine a decade back uh, Oh my god, or that so was almost, a, almost dec- a decade yeah
0: in a few months
1: that um yeah for me to do that I, I i don't think and i've told you this before but not on mike uh i don't the way i was so closed off and so as you said in my shell I don't think that the relationship would have happened the way it did had you not been across the planet. Because since you were over there, I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. She's not here, so I'm not going to blow it now because she's not, she's not here to blow it with. Which sounds sexual, and I didn't mean it that way. Do you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I wouldn't have pursued anything with you if I wasn't a planet away. right? Because, um, yeah, Rob was on Mars. And I was on Venus.
1: That's right, naturally.
0: Yeah, because I had a lot of growing up to do. I mean, I still do. We all do.
1: We all do. We all do. <laughs> we just watched Home Alone, Two. Two, <laughs> Two. the the good one, the, the better one.
0: Yeah, and um, and I just had, you know, I needed to mature, and so I think if I had stayed in Orlando and you and we had still can still communicated. The way we were, yeah, I don't think we would have gotten together. We would have been we may, friends, we, well, maybe. Yeah, we'd probably have been, you know, stayed good friends.
1: You would have done the same thing that every other girl that I was into has had done up to that point, which is put me in the friend zone. <laughs> uh, and uh, but, but while you were gone from August to China and then Australia, you can read Kai's book about it, search Kai Annas on Amazon.
0: Becoming version 2.0. Yeah,
1: and uh, you went to China and Australia and then you... You know, we kept in touch that whole time and then right like your New Year's Day. Right? New Year's Day for you, New Year's Eve for me. Right? Wasn't that how that works? Yes. So you called me and we had the conversation about, hey, where's this going or whatever? Which is funny that too, that I didn't I forgot that New Year's played into that moment too.
0: That's, oh my gosh. Which I didn't even intend nine on. Nine years ago, almost. Yeah,
1: so almost exactly nine years ago, we had that conversation, you know, the conversation. So are we dating? Or like, what's going on? When Because you were already looking to come back to the U.S. at that point, to Florida. And um, I think you were like, well, let me find out if I have a boyfriend waiting for me when I get back or how this is going to work. Right?
0: Yeah, and I think also that helped me um, expedite my return.
1: Because right. I think I would you had have something wa- to wait waiting for you. Yeah, basically. and I wanted
0: to, you know, I think I would have wanted to stay a little bit longer. But I also was tired, as tired of traveling. And I did China, and I had done Australia, and um, but at that point, when I when um on New Year's Day when I called, I was in Melbourne, um Victoria, and uh, that's maybe 12, 13 hours ahead of the U.S. of Florida, and um, so I only that was only my second my second city in. Australia, so there's still a lot more to see, but um, yeah. So then by um, February, so February 11th, um, Australia time, Australia day, when I was in Sydney, which is 18 hours ahead of Florida, um, I hopped on a plane and flew back to, flew back to um, Orlando. Well, at well, first, I uh, well, I, I had the flight set up for to go to Orlando, but I just I had to be in at LAX first, land in LAX first, and it was a 17-hour airplane ride from Sydney to LAX. So then I, ha- I was on standby for L- uh, the LAX flight to Orlando, and then I called my sister um, w- um, when I was got I got a seat. Which now, fast forward nine years, I don't think that would happen now. I think I would still probably be pushed mm-hmm. to another flight because they over they overbook all the time. So just got lucky. And I called my sister on someone a stranger's phone because I didn't have a, a working um, cell Again, phone. Again,
1: becoming version 2.0 yeah. for more details on <laughs> Kai's travel <laughs> shenanigans, how, why she went to China, why yeah. she left China to go to Australia.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I digress. But um, so I was back in um, Florida by February 11th, and uh, Rob already knew all of this. Like him, Rob... My, my mom, my dad, and my sister were pretty much the only people I, yeah, I was going to say. When you when you down. first
1: started, you were sending emails to like me, and your family, and like some close friends and stuff. And then by the end of it, it was just me and your family, pretty much. And we kept in touch that whole time from August to December. No, to February actually. Mm-hmm. From August to December when we had the conversation, but then definitely till February. Uh, so there's a lot of Skypes. A lot of uh, upside-down Skyping and things like that because you were having weird issues. And I don't
0: think I ever got that fixed. Yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it got stolen. That's right. Um, yeah, because I didn't want anyone else to know because I wanted that time to just wind down from my trip, um, kind of get to know myself again, and, um, just, and have some time to sleep. And uh, yeah, so Rob was, other than my close family, Rob was the only other person that knew. And on the February 14th, Valentine's Day, um, um, Rob met up with me in Melbourne where I was staying at my mom's house. Melbourne, Florida. Florida.
1: Yeah, a lot of Melbournes.
0: <laughs> and um, we had our first official date.
1: Yeah, I took off work and, uh, and drove to Melbourne, to Vieira, actually. And yeah, we had our first date. And uh, you kissed me first, which I thought was cute.
0: Oh, yeah, because you brought me flowers and a card. I Chocolates did. and a card.
1: I did. I Very did the romantic. whole thing. Well, it was Valentine's Day and it was our first date and we've been, you know, it wasn't like a typical That's the other thing. Like we when we met in May of 2010, that we, I still we still don't really consider that our first date because it was complicated, things were happening and it wasn't really like nothing really romantic happened after our that first point. meeting. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's the way we always classify it. And uh so yeah, so it was our first date, but it wasn't a typical on a first date. You're like, so what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Here we were like, I know everything about you. Let's actually see if there's a chemistry here, like in person. <clears throat> and I think that's something I was worried about actually driving there because I knew we had talked for months and stuff, but I was like, oh, crap. What if I in, in person I freeze up and then I'm like, oh, shit, I have nothing to, we have nothing to say and we don't click or whatever. And I was worried. About, I don't, maybe you were, too.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think we were like, I hope this translates into IRL, as the kids say. Um, And and I guess, yeah, it did, because we're still together. And that was almost nine years ago in February. And we got engaged, to go back to the New Year's Eve thing, we got engaged on New Year's Eve 2012. Yep. So we were dated for, for almost two years. And then yeah, and then I and then we got married in 2014, and we had our daughter in 2016, and now here we are. Three
0: weeks before New Year's.
1: Yeah, exactly. But we're yeah, but so oh. so we had the, the had the conversation right right around New Year's, and we got engaged right on New Year's, which I picked on purpose because I know you love New Year's Eve as your favorite holiday. And granted, this is not a New Year's Eve movie, but isn't it kind of also a New Year's Eve movie?
0: Yes, let's go with that.
1: Yeah, oh, you are? Are you doubting my my argument? it's
0: it's kind of similar to. Um, like Die Hard Like I didn't even realize well, how much, it, Like the yeah. Christmas connotation That Die Hard has
1: Yeah but that whole movie Happens on like Christmas Eve Or whatever This Okay okay The one okay, scene is New Year's Eve.
0: Here's a perfect example It's a Wonderful Life
1: That's a good point There's
0: one scene Or there's one part of the movie That takes place on Christmas
1: The last <laughs> The third act basically Yeah basically Yeah which I didn't realize I had only seen the, Well that's a That's another crooked commentary Maybe for like the holidays Next year or something but I will just cry on Mike like you did about Captain America and that's no nobody wants that. Um I do. <laughs> so anything else do we want any other preamble before we start the movie about anything else about us and uh and stuff and then we'll talk about when Harry met Sally while it's on.
0: No, I just think that it's um you know, when I talked to my dad about it when we were when we were starting to, get to know each other, he said that the best relationships are those that are founded in friendship. Yeah. And actually this
1: That's actually what this movie, that is, good job. It's like you've been, it's like you've been podcasting for years with me. (laughs)
0: It's like I I have.
1: (laughs) You have, yeah, you have, crazy. So, uh, so yeah, so we're about to start When Harry Met Sally. Right now I'm at zero, colon zero, zero, colon zero, zero of one hour and 35 minutes, 26 seconds. So I'm on a blank screen and I'm about to press play right now
0: with the audio off with the audio
1: off because we don't want to get sued there's the mgm lion so what is your going you know while this the movie kind of heats up what is your what was your first experience watching this movie because i didn't see this until i think 2010 i think or 2009 like around there yeah 2010 i think the fall of 2010 because i was living on my own at that point finally it took me a while to move out of my parents' house, and I saw this when I was living by myself because my cousin had told me, oh, you have to see When Harry, see when Harry Met Sally. It's a great movie. You should a watch Reiner it. Oh,
0: Rob Reiner film, everybody.
1: So I finally watched it in 2010 uh, and loved it like from from the word jump. Uh, what, what was your experience watching this? When did you see it for the first time?
0: You know, this is the one time that my memory is... Okay, one time today... I was going to say the one time? <laughs> the one time today that my memory is not doing too good... I really don't remember. I know I saw it before you did.
1: Well, obviously, yeah. But not
0: too much more. I don't think that many years before that. I really don't remember. But I, I just know, same, similar thing, that I loved this movie. The, after watching it, I'm like,
1: oh, wow. We'll that have was to talk great. About, we'll have to talk ex- exactly about why we think that is. Uh, and there's, right now, Harry Connick Jr.'s name is on there. I'm a huge Michael Buble fan, as anyone who knows me, IRL again, knows... So this really launched his career, made him, like, the new, like, crooner, I I guess, in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Yeah, I really, it's funny how I feel like there's only one of those guys at a time right now. I guess it's still Buble? Has there been anybody that's pushed him out yet?
0: Not Charlie Puth.
1: No, he's more like Paizo. He's like a pop R&B singer. I'm saying, like, the guy who, like, sings... Come fly with me. come. Do, I didn't know Barry Seinfeld was the director of photography. That's cool. Was he the
0: Men in Black guy?
1: Yeah, Men in Black, um, Adam's Family, Get Shorty. That's random. It's always funny because, we, were, as I mentioned earlier... by
0: Nora Ephron. Written
1: by Nora Ephron. Took
0: her five years I. and I. multiple drafts... I. ...to finish this movie, screenplay.
1: Um, it's always funny. We just, As I mentioned, we just watched Home Alone. That Raja Gosnell, who did the uh, Home Alone 3, he also did... Uh, he did like some work on Home Alone the first couple, so I, I I think the interview thing is a huge, a huge reason why this movie really works because so many romantic comedies you're just like these young people in love and aren't young people in love ridiculous and blah blah blah. But this movie has the perspective of well what does that look like when you're 80 and you're still in love and you're telling the story about how you got together. Which is funny that we just started the podcast with. Our storyline. Yeah, a little and bit. they're
0: really these are married couples.
1: Are these real married couples? These are real
0: married couples, according to the trivia. Yes.
1: Uh University of Chicago, 1977. night seven. This
0: is the second movie in in twelve in 24 hours is that's in, set in Chicago.
1: Yeah, again, it's funny. Here's he Billy Crystal and his like college girlfriend. And I just said, Aren't young people in love ridiculous? And this kind of starts out with, I love you, I love you. Like their college love is gonna last, which sometimes it does, but most of the time not so much, especially in movies. And it's always
0: rare when you like I'm always impressed when I meet people that are still with their high school sweetheart you
1: mean like your sister yes yeah
0: but I barely know her so
1: isn't Just your kidding. aunt doesn't your aunt Kim who's been on this podcast haven't been together since forever too
0: yes like around was there it high school or college it
1: was one of those though but still well, college my, is impressive my enough my
0: aunt and my uncle in Chicago well my they they they, they I think were together in college too right oh, she's got well, great hair
1: that's, yeah yeah that's true she looks Who? like she was in a horror movie. When Harry Met Sally or The Other Girl? The
0: Other Girl. Why does she look so familiar? Harry
1: Met yeah. I don't know. We'll look it up. And the thing is, there's not, not that many people drink.
0: in this in this cast.
1: No, it's pretty... I think that's the other thing. I like that, though. I feel like most of the movies I enjoy, whether what other genre they are, I feel like they do have very focused casts.
0: And the thing is, she can pull off college age but I don't really feel like he can.
1: Yeah, he looks like he's like 40, pretending to be like 20 years old or whatever.
0: And they weren't even that old.
1: No, they're like 30-something here. They're like... 32? Yeah, <laughs> around... Did you look it up? No. They probably no, are I'm around using, that. I'm
0: using the quote that she says Oh, later. when she
1: says that, yeah. Which I still quote. Yeah.
0: And it's there. We'll, we'll get there, we'll, Yeah,
1: exactly. We'll get
0: there. 18-hour uh, trip. Is that
1: her box with a teddy bear in it? I oh, feel like probably. that's the gender stereotype. Where
0: are driving? Too? That's 18 hours?
1: They're driving from University of Chicago to somewhere else. That's eighteen hours away, but not New York. No, I I don't think that's is that eighteen hour drive. I I and I like Greta. So I I also feel like this movie kind of breaks down as I was just saying gender stereotypes a little bit. Like he's kind of gross and she's kind of prissy, and it's like this movie created so many of those rom com like archetypes. Well, the,
0: what's actually interesting about those archetypes is uh-huh. that. Based on the trivia that they actually repeated multiple times, Billy Crystal is based off of Rob Reiner's time when he was going through a divorce. Oh, it is New York. And yeah, oh, see? and Sally Albright is um, based off of Nora Ephron, and like Nora Ephron really was like a picky eater and was very per- uh, particular about things.
1: Interesting. The so, best, the best fiction comes from truth, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So if
0: he seems like he's like depressive and cynical, that's because Rob Reiner. Was at this point interesting during well, well before filming because they had to you know have a script and stuff
1: but like even even the, you know the snappy dialogue the oh we don't like each other i mean that granted that had been around before that but it, it really this is the template for pretty much every other romantic comedy that came after this whether it was Nora Ephron movies or nancy myers movies or every other person that wants to be Nora efron's or nancy myers basically you even have, like, the, the best friends and all that stuff. Which part?
0: Why would he read the last page first?
1: Yeah, I that's don't understand terrible. that either.
0: Um, and also, I never understood, and I don't think they ever say this, why are the two of them going to New York together? Why did he I leave for- his girlfriend? I forget. Because he's not going, they're not We've going it
1: Yeah, I forget, exactly. I don't think that the con- the circumstances, and that's the other thing, I, I don't think the circumstances of, what, of their in- encounters are really as important as far as, as much as... The, their interactions and I think that's why you and I have seen this movie several times and love it but don't remember the details of why they're driving from one place or another because it's not important really why they're driving there no it's the conversation and the connection or lack thereof that they have here where here they basically can't stand each other
0: and I think that she reminds me of myself like I mean I wouldn't I say someone that. is wrong at least not as many times as she has but I am I do challenge people and I do speak up and um I'm not. Uh, I wear my disgust on my sleeve. <laughs> so she reminds me of myself, where she's just outspoken and doesn't give a, doesn't give a fuck. But she's still sweet.
1: Yeah, she is. But she's also naive. She's because he's asking, "Tell me the story of your life." She's like the story of my life. I don't. Nothing's happened to me yet. Like hairspray. That's so very so very eighties. Yeah, she's got that like really cool eighties like feathered hairstyle going Her on faucet. here. Yeah, that, exactly, the Farrah was Fawcett that the Farrah situation. Farrah during the time? Yeah, that? well, that was a little bit earlier, but still. Th- yeah, yeah, I think so. 77, that was like Charlie's Angels was around there, wasn't it?
0: Oh, Obviously, I yeah, so, had great sex He's yet. so abusive. He's
1: kind of, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. Well, he has, a, They think they both have a lot of, to your point earlier about about our story.
0: I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I mean, if it was me, I'd say, wow, that's like, that's none of your business, but she's...
1: She's dead to defend herself because she's, I was going to say, she's, she's naive a lot in this movie, but also they both, and you see her already in this scene. Granted, they're not like, the supposed to be like 20 years old.
0: from later on in the movie? I don't think so. Are you sure?
1: I'm not sure, but I don't think well, so. Well,
0: there's no, it's oh, just, there's not a, div- it's probably the, table it's one probably
1: one the same set <laughs> that they redress no, for a no, different no. scene.
0: Well, later on in the movie, that's at Cat's Katz's diner. Oh, okay. In New York. Uh,
1: they both have a lot of growing up to, is my point. Right. Like we did. Like most people in their twenties,
0: oh God, he's so oh
1: Sheldon, he's so give it to me, Sheldon, he's the I want. Why are you as someone who Sally? Who cares? As someone who grew, if you need a root canal, Sheldon's your man. Um, as as someone who grew up with Billy Crystal as like kind of the de facto Oscar host, I hadn't seen a lot of his best movies like like this one. At that point, but this is this is really him at the top of his game, I think.
0: Yeah, he was nominated for a Golden Globe. He was? Yeah, so was is, yeah, I so can see she.
1: That. That's pretty awesome.
0: Um,
1: Guy's more more, reach, more more researched on this than I am well,
0: right was, now. If you asked me to. I did
1: ask you to, but and, I didn't get a chance to do it. it's not like that I was going to
0: read the trivia after we watched this movie anyway. I read no the I, trivia after we watched it. She's
1: got so much, so many rules. That's.
0: God, I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah, I'm particularly And that lady's like pissed now.
1: off, so I don't want to blame her. That sucks. I never worked before, in a restaurant. This is before the more uh,
0: alternative dietary
1: restrictions, gluten free, and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now people
0: are like, do you have any dietary restrictions? Back in peanut allergies, nobody cared.
1: Peanut allergies weren't even a thing.
0: No. Oh my god! And I can't believe you use the word schlong. "schlong." Wow, that is so.
1: I knew what you were going to say. 70s. He's yeah. very nosy too. I don't know. I.
0: It's like he's goading her.
1: He he is goading her. Maybe and she's falling for he, it. Because she's pretty. And so he's the kind of well, like
0: he's goading to get more information. It's like, oh I don't know. Well, want
1: he's her. also he's also probably thinks she's attractive because she is. And he's the kind of asshole that's like, oh, a pretty girl. I'm gonna kind of piss her off and see what, what find out more about her and or see if there's any chemistry there. Cause he that's the thing. At the beginning of the movie, he's like, I love you to the girlfriend, and she's like, I love you back. And you could tell he's kind of like loves her, but yeah, if a better option presents himself. Presents itself, he would probably be like, "Okay, this is good too." He's,
0: he loves her, but he's not in love with her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or he's, like he's just dad, posturing. Like say, or he's just posturing what love is in, in college. And
0: she's talking about days of the week underwear. That is really weird. Yeah, she's like, got
1: a lot of weird things. But no,
0: with he's no that her ex boyfriend Sheldon was talking next. Where's Sunday? What happened to Sunday? Oh yeah. Oh no! And then she's talking about
1: seven dollars The tip. The tip thing.
0: Is that? God, he's looking at her. Away. Really <laughs> kind of.
1: He's bemused. See, you're very attractive. Told you, she's got really pretty eyes, she Meg does. Ryan. I miss Meg Ryan. Yeah, I, know. I miss Billy Crystal actually too. They neither of them is really in movies anymore. Um, I mean, granted, they've been you know. Like he's
0: yeah, he's totally coming on to her, and then she's gonna call him out on it. Yeah,
1: she, she does, and she says it later in the movie when they're like, "Oh, he totally hit on me that one time when we were driving to New York." Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's right, because she's. She's a tough. She's a tough chick. I'm
1: gonna ask you this now, but I I think because you've seen this movie before. No, you
0: cannot say that a woman is attractive without being a. Uh, especially now, was, especially the way that he was looking at her too. Well, now
1: with- I mean, here's has this movie changed at all in the prism of Me Too? Like, does he seem creepier now than he would have then? Probably right. Because yeah. back in the day, it was like, oh, he's not being aggressive. That's just how a man. It's supposed to be you got to be a man's man and go out there and chase some tail or whatever bullshit. Do you think that 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 element of this movie maybe has not aged so well?
0: Um
1: It's not as bad as like when we watched Blade Runner, you're like what the fuck is oh happening? <laughs> no, <laughs> this um, is this I think Decker just raped uh Rachel. I just took um, a sec.
0: I think so, slightly 30, I mean slightly but like take I mean, I was even saying about Home Alone too. Yeah, that that movie today. Oh well, that's be a TSA. To, so I'm, I'm saying about I'm saying no, about no, socially no. like well, social dynamics and stuff. But you think you're going to run into that with any movie, but I think yeah. that he's not. He he's a tad creepy and aggressive, but not.
1: Ooh, oh, okay.
0: But not too much. I don't
1: know. Fair. Okay. Here's a good question. This thing. Do you think that's a thing? Okay, so people that are out watching along with us, she just said, oh, I have a lot of men friend, male friends. He's saying that no man can be friends with a woman he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. And Do you think that's true? Do you think there's truth to that? To so some they
0: actually asked Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal that same question.
1: Of course they did. And
0: Meg Ryan said that she has a lot of good, she has a lot of platonic um, friendships with, with men. And... And then Billy Crystal said, yeah, I, you know, I can have, I can be, I have friends that are women, but they're not, like, my best friends.
1: Do you think this movie, this is this conversation, obviously, is the basis, is the mission statement for the entire movie? It was on the marketing and everything. It's like, can men and women be friends? Or does the sex always fuck it up? And it's like, I don't know. By the end of this movie, they they start the movie hating each other. Then at the end of it, they're, like, married. Spoilers. Um, so... The movie seems like it's arguing, no, they can't be just friends. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you think that the movie is right, or do you think that's bullshit? You know, it's I, compli- think it's gonna, I
0: think it's going to depend on. I think it's going to depend on the um, the gender that thinks that way. Because I, I agree with Meg Ryan. Like, I feel like I can be friends with guys and I'm right. friends with guys. But I feel like with men, like Billy Crystal, he's like, no, it can't be. And, but it's interesting because this written this was written the script was written by a woman, but Rod Reiner had his own right, yeah, yeah, his own interjections in there too, his own opinion. I think
1: that to your point about how this movie has mostly aged pretty well, I think if it had not been written by a woman, it would have aged worse. Uh, I think. Great. I mean, I think even now, Didn't she I think do
0: what women want.
1: Uh, yes. No, wait, no. That's Nancy Nancy Myers. Myers. Yeah, I always get those two confused. No, Nora Ephron did Sleepless in Seattle. She did You've Got Mail. She did uh, a bunch of those other ones. But those are the main ones that she's known for.
0: These older people, these elderly are really cute.
1: All the old people. We're like, we got together in college and we have never left each other's side in 70 years or whatever. I'm like, oh my God. That's adorable. Is that going to be us? Wow, 34 years
0: later. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, see, the movie really touches, it's like the serendipity the movie Serendipity. It's like the serendipity of it all. Like we met, went, met at one point, and then we met. We didn't meet again for like another thirty years. So, wow, and then, was
0: she, were they only in their forties at this point? Yeah, I think wow.
1: so. It's funny how things come around like that. It's the whole like question of destiny and all that other stuff. Which is movie, I think this movie. Five
0: years. later. <laughs>
1: five years later. Now she's kissing a guy. Now, so that nice parallel to the last. one. So guy, here's you know? some
0: trivia for you guys. Okay, go for it. So this character um, is played by the actor Stephen Ford, who is the son of, pres- of, form- of
1: former, pre- president. former
0: President Gerald Ford.
1: Not Boom. not Harrison Ford, who played the president in Air Force One in 1997, eight years after this movie.
0: I like, look, hair like her
1: hair Her hair is now era appropriate because now it's eight, 1982.
0: That's kind of what my hair so could it's look like, early like if 80s. I did like feathering because that's the length <clears> of my hair.
1: Well, now it's the 80s here. They're both in the early 80s, so... And he looks more like his actual age <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just because of the hair. And she's, she's trying to pretend she doesn't recognize him.
0: It'd be cute if they did um, this movie again with the same actors and they just did de-aging now that that technology exists.
1: Oh, like a sequel? No. A remake? Why would you want to remake this? Don't put, the, don't put those ideas out there. We already, remember when the internet just recently had a whole Rob Reiner uh, Princess Bride thing? About, re, about remaking them and her people are like, fuck are green, you. You do not touch her when her, uh, Princess Bride. Yeah. There she goes. I like that he remembered uh, he was friends with him and didn't recognize her. Yeah. See, that she goes. He's going with a girlfriend of mine. Doesn't Can't he remember, remember her name. name. That's very realistic to real life, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. My MacBook keeps going to the screensaver. Something I because I did the software update or whatever I think it made it all wonky.
0: Because
1: mm. it doesn't normally do that.
0: He does look like Gerald Ford.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Not and yeah, oh yeah, this is part she remembers. Looks like everyone else. Could never really be friends. And he's lying. What's he gonna say?
0: <laughs> I mean, I think there's. Uh, he's like no.
1: I think there's some truth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some truth to that.
0: Oh, and I'll get one if it's important to you. Oh, Joe.
1: I think yeah, he's yeah. He's, you can tell that she's kind of neurotic. He's kind of lame though. He's like oh. They don't like wrote. This guy. They
0: wrote her neuroses.
1: Because well. like you said, it was Nora Ephron being like, "All right, I'm put myself out there," and Just, it worked because this movie made her whole career. Yeah, I don't right. think she'd even directed anything until this movie, and then she became, R.I.P. Nora Ephron. But up to that, up to her death, she was one of the. The main, like, rom com people, Who like, is she? female is she directors. About Joe? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think he's boring. Uh-huh. He's almost as boring as Sheldon. And oh, there he is. Oh, no.
0: Look at that. Billy Crystal. He's right behind. He's creeping on her. Um, yeah, he. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then this is when he He is gets very kinda, creepy. Who's that guy? He looks familiar. He
1: does look a little familiar. Oh, no.
0: Here she goes. No, oh, this is
1: what he remembers the picky eater. Yeah. A little piece of line on the side. She's like shit. Um, I do think he. I think there's some.
0: He's doing it again. Creeping on her. Yeah, like hitting on her. Did you ever? Yeah.
1: Oh, Gosh. I know he's such he's cool. It's
0: like gross. Like now, I feel like this. This time, he's gross. And um, he's
1: creepy. Well, he's being more forthright now. I think he's just like
0: I'm not a college graduate anymore. Now I, I'm a. I think a New there's New Yorker, some truth to man.
1: the to the whole men and women's friend thing, though. I think men by nature, biologically...
0: Wow, he's pretty close.
1: I think I think uh, men biologically just are, you know... It's a whole hunter-gatherer thing. I think men by nature are like, well, I should go out there and try and find other women and whatever. And I think that instinct is kind of... For some people, I think it rules their decision-making. <laughs> nice, Come on. I, for some people, I think it rules their decision-making more than others. But I think... I think there is some fundamental some truth to that. I also don't. I mean, I have girl, women friends. I mean, before you and I got together, I had mostly women, female friends that were uh, entirely platonic. So, I mean, I obviously, I think it's possible, but it's also like I don't. Yeah, I don't. There's, you, there's an element but of that to also, that. Also,
0: and I and um, I say this with yeah, you're fine utmost respect. You also have more feminine energy. I do I have more masculine. I'm energy. Aware yep, so, yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah, So
1: I'm aware of that. But I also am a man. Last time I checked, so that's it, true. The point stands. I just think that's an interesting conversation that this movie get throws out there, and I don't think another movie, another film, had ever really kind of questioned that dynamic before, like this one does, in the, in in as overt a way.
0: I think she already was kind of curious about him because she she <laughs> the just the Wait, insults um, that she says to him, and like that that aggression that she seems he's like engaged she and, her, and she's she not, seems to have she, is she engaged him, too? she called him the angel of death no i think that's her boyfriend yeah i don't think he ever got engaged because that's kind of well that's gonna lead up to what's about to happen
1: right right he's engaged though
0: and then she's judgmental where she's like what
1: why are I you just, engaged i don't understand how could want to be with you
0: yeah I, I just yeah she's like wait you you would be engaged? And so it, I think I mean, she's and thinking and, oh, to
1: herself, how come you're engaged and I'm not is what she's thinking. You think so? Ag- yeah. She's like, wait a minute. You're getting married before I'm getting married? You're that like like player scumbag guy from five years ago that wanted to hook up with me.
0: <laughs> this, this is a little wiping it's over by its yeah,
1: that's Yeah, that's true. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, I wonder if the, how many guys actually do think things like this.
1: It depends how emotionally invested they are in things.
0: And then he generalizes, all men think like that. And he's like, well, maybe you do, but it doesn't mean all men are
1: like that. I feel like you think that, that more than I think like that.
0: That all men are? Okay, no, that no. I general, like, that I generalize?
1: No, like the, the ma- from the, mascul- like the masculine perspective, like, okay, oh, this is nice. Can I go now? <laughs> Can I go inside? I got things to do or whatever. That's true. And I'm more like, let's
0: cuddle. It's true. <laughs> oh, there he is again. Oh, geez. What is he's she, stalking why she, her
1: a little bit why
0: does she look like a flight attendant? i was just
1: just about to say that i was just about to say that i was not born in 1982 so is that the look in 1982 everybody dressed like flight attendants with the the or shoulder pads Perkins paths? hostess or what or a perkins hostess perkins hostess that's awfully specific guy right?
0: or a hostess of a
1: restaurant i guess tchotchkes we're gonna go back to our office space episode <laughs> That would have been a good commentary too if we had not done an episode okay, talking about. Okay, so
0: now it. he changes things. So it sounds like he really actually wants to be her friend.
1: I think so, but I think, he's also not maybe but not, I think not as arrogant on some level as because he he's into her. He's even said, "You're a very attractive person." Like yeah. maybe he's not like wanting to be friends with her because he wants to sleep with her, but he definitely wants to sleep with her and wants to be her friend.
0: Oh, that's they're not lot. mutually
1: exclusive they are not mutually exclusive. I guess is my but point. But he's in
0: a relationship. Are you done with that? No.
1: Okay. No, I mean not. He's in relate. Not that he wants to sleep with her here, but he's attracted to her physically. Is what I'm saying.
0: But the thing is with, and not to generalize here, but I feel right. like men are attracted to a lot of women.
1: That's what I'm. That's kind of what I was saying. Yeah,
0: that like About, she like, is attractive, but he could also be attracted to a woman that's not attracted at all. Just the bar, he's
1: a man. the bar for most. And granted, I'm speaking, you know, from my own anecdotal, you know, my own experience. As another interview with another couple. I love that she
0: has um, a better memory than him.
1: That's uh, very true to life, ladies and gentlemen. Um, But I was going to say, I think generally, I'm speaking from my own experience, I feel like guys do have a much lower bar for who they will take to bed than women do, generally. I've been with, I've been with friends, I've been with, you know, guy friends out at the club or whatever. And then he goes, hangs out with whatever person. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like. What happened? I'm like, oh, we had sex. I'm like, why? You didn't even seem like you were into any, you know. And I'm again from the more feminine energy. I'm like, why would you do that?
0: And I guess because if the man's I, yeah. given opportunity to have sex, he's gonna take pretty it up. So much. It's like, it's like the well, Lonely Island song. I just had to. It is. It is
1: a little bit like that. Five years later. Um, so uh, R.I.P. Let's take R.I.P. Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Second so three episode in a row in
0: this movie. Have Bruno since Kirby passed, and Carrie Fisher and part her. of this movie. Anne A Anne right. okay, yeah. That was also so second
1: second week uh, in a row. We're talking about a movie that stars Carrie Fisher. Yeah. yeah, But the first first of the two that Carrie Fisher knew she was actually in. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, archival footage.
0: I kind of don't, other than um, Blues Brothers and Star Wars, and I guess soap.
1: Soap Tish. I love Soap Tish. Um I feel like Carrie <gasps> Fisher
0: really wasn't in any other movies. She was, but
1: she was, but she was like, more of a writer. No she was She was she was a writer, she was a novelist, she was also uh, a screen a script doctor. I
0: love that she says you had a date on national holidays. It's true. It that yeah. is something very special about being in a Yeah, we're we're like, what are we gonna do on
1: New Year's Eve? Not oh, what am I gonna do on New Year's Eve? We're like, where are we gonna go on New Year's Eve as a couple?
0: And as of now? nowhere well yeah. yeah we have plans with
1: the family and then we'll figure out something else to do before or after maybe we'll just hang out here not do another commentary but maybe we'll listen to this commentary like you all are right now uh yeah carrie fisher r.i.p so I like it's to- always weird to see her in between leias because yeah. she's like you said she hasn't done that many movies so to see her in a movie where she's you know she's older than she was When she played Leia in Return of the Jedi, but younger than she was when she played Leia in The Force Awakens, it's like it's jarring because I'm like, hey, you look older than this. But yeah, what? It's like that in between stage.
0: Yeah, she really does need to update it. And God, remember Rolodexes? My grandparents had those. No, not really. I think I had one when I was a kid. Yeah, my grandparents had Rolodexes, but we were about to. We had then started getting caller ID. Really? Yeah. What did we do with the phone numbers?
1: Wrote them in a little book. I we we did like we a little my, address book. My or? parents had a little address book that they had like family, you know, and friends and yeah. Whatever so numbers I guess in. the
0: Rolodexes were more like. The and older now everybody
1: just keeps it on their phone, people. or they Google things.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even remember most people's phone numbers.
1: At least you could say oh you were married. Gosh. I I like that this this movie represents that kind of stereotypical female perspective of you just got to get a man. I mean, we're talking right now. Little Women is in theaters, and that's very much a like. A woman needs to be married. That's her job is to get married. Well, remember, that's the whole
0: reason a lot of girls would even go to college was to get their MRS degree.
1: What is, oh, miss? uh, Mrs. 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 Jesus. Yeah. That's terrible. I never heard that before. I think I heard that from my mom. That's interesting.
0: Because all of my aunts
1: and my
0: mom have gone to college. And the only one that didn't end up meeting their um, husband there was my mom. Mm. But my mom. She's, she she's does a hippie. Thing. Yeah, she's a hippie.
1: You said that before in here, I'm sure. And R.I.P. Bruno Kirby, who later was in just a couple years later was in City Slickers with uh, with Billy Crystal.
0: They must have. Well, Billy Crystal was actually already friends with Rob Reiner. Mm-hmm. The conversations that happen in this movie are were kind well, of were between Rob this. Reiner. Oh, between Rob Reiner and Billy
1: Crystal. Well, Billy Crystal's in Princess Bride, which is yeah. the, which is the movie he did before this. So yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So what does it? What you've said about the scene before?
1: What I this scene? Yeah, I don't remember. You have to tell me.
0: So we were watching this movie with friends of ours um, a few years back. Was in writing group. Yes, and um, and this one scene at the football stadium where I was like, he says, "Oh my gosh, this screen, this dialogue is just so tight." Oh, it's amazing. It's just such a tight script.
1: Nora Friends was really good at this, I, and, and I love the, I love you got mail and stuff, but this is clearly her crowning achievement.
0: And the thing is, this um, you know sc- um, screenplays. This movie was um, nominated for an Oscar and a Golden Globe for best screenplay, and then best screenplay for for movie or shown aired on movie. That's what they used to call it.
1: For which one? For it's which show was this?
0: Um, Oscars.
1: That was Oscars.
0: Yeah, and but the thing is, it, it written directly
1: for the screen. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: then it um, actually ended up winning BAFTAs yeah. for best screenplay and best film.
1: The British know writing better yeah. than we do. I'm not surprised. Yeah,
0: so. And maybe who knows? Maybe it was the scene they showed. Oh no, maybe not. They probably would have no. Maybe, a lot more but the options.
1: dialogue is like that in general. I just think it really kind of hones in here. Yeah,
0: you, you saying Mister Zero knew before you did, <laughs> Dad?
1: Because it's like the back and forth. It's like I haven't told you the worst part. What could be worse than this? Blah blah blah. Da, 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 da. The, like it's like uh, you know, like I like to say with you, like you and I would like when I tease you, I like to like you to go back and forth. It's like that like verbal sparring that now my daughter is getting really good at. Me. Um, yeah, uh, it's it captures that on screen. Like when you have that really like tight chemistry with someone, and you're just like, do 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 do. Like you say something, they say something, you say something, they say something. You know, and it just has this flow to it that seems yeah, and he's right. effortless That's and real. The symptom is fucking my wife.
0: And I'm so impressed that they can hear as well as they can at a football game. Mm, yeah, I have a bookstore. The American Express. People still use those. Okay, I have a American Express card. No offense.
1: To who? The people that have American Express?
0: American Express.
1: That's the ba- very '80s glasses she I has. I feel like
0: those have come back. Yeah, Lisa's sunglasses for him. Well, Lisa
1: Loeb just did a. I'm outing myself here. She's going to get a guest appearance on Fuller House. She don't, has got big glasses, don't, doesn't don't she? Don't
0: be ashamed. It's part of her, well, Lisa part of her is, uh, appeal. It, it is. It,
1: it works for Lisa Loeb. Yeah, I'm just and,
0: I, and she, her mantra, Carrie Fisher's mon- characters' mantras. Which one? I, you're right. I know you're right. My god, there he's being creepy again. I don't know. Maybe this is hashtag #me too. My goodness.
1: I mean, Carrie Fisher being Carrie Fisher is like that fucking guy's scary.
0: No, I think she thinks that he's interesting. Like, oh, look okay. at
1: I think she's more like this guy who's this creepy, man.
0: You know, if for You like a, him he's married. For a city that um is has so many people, they sure do have a lot of coincidences Well, of to but
1: each other. well, but because we're jumping ahead, It wouldn't feel like a lot of coincidences. You've been living with them for five years and then however many more years this jumped again. Like you know, it keeps jumping. Another five years. So now we're in. So this is so this is nineteen eighty seven. So now we're in actually when they're actually gonna be friends for real.
0: Yes. We're in the present time. But
1: that's the whole point, is that it feels to us like, geez, these people keep running into each other. I'm like Yeah, years apart though. Like to them, it's years. For us, it's not because we're just seeing their story. But they had entire lives. He had a whole marriage that happened and that dissolved in the in the inner. We've been married five years. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a good. That's a good point. This is very serendipitous that we're watching this New Year's Eve movie right before New Year's Eve on the thirtieth anniversary. The characters. Uh, our, you know, their five-year time jumps. We got on our fifth anniversary this year. That's funny.
0: And I think we actually watched this movie maybe only like a year or so after we got married.
1: Yeah. We, did, we didn't watch Didn't we watch it before together? Before that or no?
0: Oh, we did, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, we've yeah, seen this when we together. To,
0: when we first got together.
1: Yeah, we've seen this together like probably two or three times, I think, right? Yeah. It's a great movie. It's one of those like office space that and clueless that you, you're often like, let's watch that. Mm. Oh, we got to do Down with Love.
0: Oh, and this is a great... This is a great scene too. Like I think about this scene. Like the what she's talking about.
1: Which part? Because the she's disconnection, the marriage?
0: Like that, you know we you know,
1: sit around with like, girl girl and kids and we
0: say we actually could go to France and we were on a moment's notice. And um
1: Yeah, oh and she never went though.
0: Yeah, and
1: they were both exhausted all the, that sounds like us right now. I was exhausted yeah. all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder how old our kids are, too.
1: Oh, we have a, we have so a three year so old. We're so lucky
0: we can just go, um, go, we can just worry about the kids walking in. We can, um, we can fly after a home on a moment's notice. Yeah, this is a good scene. Yeah, and then
1: perspective. I said that earlier. This movie's all oh, about perspective.
0: The, okay, I guess she's a little girl.
1: Because I promised to take her to the circus. Yeah.
0: Which they don't do those anymore, really. Circus?
1: Well, not with animals. Holograms, right? No, they have Cirque du Soleil. It's all um, performance art. Yeah. She said, "I spy a family." Yeah, I remember this. We she hasn't even said "I spy a family" I, yet, but I remember it.
0: And she just turned, so family. Family. I guess she's basically thirty. So, who do
1: you think gives a better performance yeah. in this movie? I think Meg Ryan does actually. I do too. I think they're both really great in this, but I think Meg Ryan's character has a lot more depth, and you kind of understand her perspective more. Yeah, I and
0: mean, we would never fly off. And she's that more that endearing, nice. and
1: he's also more of a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. he's funnier, but I think she's more relatable. As a character, at least. Yeah. Well, I just said, you just, we just outed me as having more feminine energy earlier in this episode. So, of course, I'm going to relate yeah, to the woman is, more. This is
0: what I want. And, well, I don't. Yeah. And that's like, a, that is well, very realistic. For left. Yeah. Relationships that you can be together. And, and, and also, I actually have a friend that gave me go really good advice. And when I was like dating and stuff, and she said to me that, because um, she was with her, she's been with her significant other now for a long time almost 20 years, and she's our age, and she was saying that, you know, they both wanted the same thing. And, like, it's important to establish early on the speed of the relationship. And I never forgot that. And I think that's the other thing that kind of happened with us is that we both wanted the same thing. And... It did move quickly. I mean, four months in, we're talking about what our cha- ta- our daughter's name was going to be, what we wanted our daughter's name to be,
1: and so we named our daughter. It did, which is weird. But
0: we never really decided on boy names, so go I figure. think
1: the universe and all that stuff, right?
0: Yeah, the universe kind of made it, made it happen. But it's so this also was, was the whole only movie for this Joe versus volcano, or like that we would have.
1: Um, I don't know. We could look look that up real fast if you need to. I think that. I wanted to point out. I like that her her recounting of her breakup is so like casual and kind of prosaic, very boring. Just like, yeah, I want this. I don't. And then, I, well, I guess it's over. And he lives. Like, cause that's like you said, that is realistic. That's how breakups are. They're not like whatever happens in Marriage Story, which I still have to watch, where they're just like yelling or throwing things or whatever. Like that's movie breakup. Real breakup is more like. I'm not feeling this anymore. Like you know what I mean? There's yeah. not it's not so much it's not telemundo. They're not throwing vases against doors and shit. Most well, let's not time.
0: generalize.
1: You know what? Yeah, I mean, that's why I said telemundo was the, that was the joke. Um, but yes, you know what I mean? I feel like it's it's more grounded perspective on how relationships really work. Right. Oh, here they're gonna be they decided to be friends. They not oh. wanted to sleep oh, with he's Yeah, so we'll see. Full of shit. We'll see about that. I have to go to the bathroom. You wanna take no 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 no, don't, don't pause it. Just talk about it.
0: Oh, that's like that's only nine years older than my, my past grandfather. Um, and do they all, yeah, they're all using the same couch and background. I guess they did, put, took them to the studio. Um,
1: well, well, somebody's probably doing some kind of like market research study of old married couples or something, I guess, right?
0: Maybe, yeah. They never really tell us. Yeah. Yeah, these stories are pretty, are pretty amazing. In Chicago. So, yeah, so I wonder if this is taking place, this market research study is taking place in Chicago or in New York and they just happen to come over from Chicago. Up oh, in the duck, that bird. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Okay, I haven't really ever seen one before. In um, Casablanca, I haven't actually ever seen Casablanca. So when we going to talk about the, um, the romantic movies of all time. You don't know, never seen it. It's also hard to find it. I don't even know where I would go for that. I guess the library, but they don't have it on Amazon Prime. It's obviously not on Netflix. So, and it's a lot harder to find these movies, older movies nowadays. It just just so happens that Rob had already owned, already owned when Harry met Sally, so that was easy to get. And I like that these. I like the conversations that they have. Like these are really. The conversations that you would have with your friends and like she has she has her friend Marie but it kind of seems like in a way maybe they're not talking as much and she's spending more of her time now talking with him so um so it's like do they get to be um not in relationships together and be sad and cynical together and And I think this is really when the the love affair between the two of them begins is when they really start to get to know each other as friends, as seeing the worst of themselves, the best of themselves. Oh, and these like scene, scene by scene, these are really cool. Ingrid Bergman, which is a callback to earlier in the movie when she was talking about Ingrid Bergman. I forgot. I forgot what she said. Um, about that. About Emma Berman.
1: <laughs> Dude, hand it to me. <laughs> um, I, did I miss anything? What were you talking about?
0: Oh, we're just talking about like them becoming friends. Is really when they started their love affair.
1: Ten years after they first met, and yeah. they hate each other. And yeah, because they're the going to see the worst of each other. Right. The split screen. Well, because
0: they're going, they are experiencing Heartbreak the morning, at the same uh,
1: yeah, time and then, yeah, yeah relating over that. Uh, I heard you mention Chicago. Were we talking about Chicago?
0: An early couple um, met again in the Chicago hospital and I was like, oh, okay, so they're back in Chicago. I wonder if, but this is really takes place in New York. And I also like that they pretty much filmed on location as much as they could. This I mean, movie? There's, yeah, there's some scenes that they you know filmed in a set. But um, for the most part, they filmed it in New York. I mean, take the scene coming up later, um, Katz's Deli. That's in New York. Walking around the streets. That's New York.
1: We still haven't been to Chicago. I've still never been to Chicago.
0: And I've only been once. We still need to go.
1: We need to go still.
0: And I happen to have family up there, so
1: yeah. But we we don't want to go in wintertime. Yeah, well, yeah. Went to Toronto and like not even really wintertime, and you were still like, it's cold. I'm like, not really. And then there's people around there where like, we were hearing them talk about, oh, thank God it's warmed up, and we're like, we're from Florida, this is cold. See, okay,
0: so the other interesting contrast between yeah. she the a light a woman on, breakup. No, well, she both doesn't. Right oh, yeah, is she that, does look it. at like how melancholy and morose he is with what's going on with his heart? That's how guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and she's like, well, she's, she's, it's okay. Yeah, and that's the thing is like women, and I think we even talked about this after this movie, the first time we saw it together, is that women do. Again, bounce back a lot we're speaking of
1: generalizations, obviously. Your yeah, your, your mileage it is, may vary. it is. But a, still, yeah.
0: But is it also because women birth children and have to recover? Well, it's also like I think it's, I that? think we've talked, I think we've like t- we've talked about this in,
1: in general, either on the podcast or for off. Resume? But I think, uh, in general, I think you'll find a lot of times. Men, especially white men in general, I feel like are this is beautiful. Super. By th- the way. That's the cover of the DVD. Also, are uh, very sensitive, and I think that's because they have never really been challenged in a lot of ways. Like women, you know, black people, LGBT people, any kind of minority, Asian, whatever. I think they are they are constantly met with adversity, but white guys, especially straight white guys. Or just, like, the world is kind of already catered to them. So then when they run into any kind of challenges, they're like, wait, what the hell? Why isn't this working out for me? You're not... Mm-hmm. You're,
0: no, I'm listening. I'm also watching. She's just very Annie Hall-like, too. Which is probably... Yeah, no. yeah, like That could be the case, too. Or maybe it's just also...
1: So women have to compensate for discrimination not, that they might be met with.
0: Men are not really... It's less like mm-hmm. this Popper nowadays. Kush. But men are have been told to, like, not feel... Well, it's a boat. whole macho bullshit yeah. too. Yeah. So when and this was improv, so they were repressing the it. The, the pecan, pecan pie, pie. and uh, Meg Ryan was trying not to
1: laugh. To partake of your and, like, pecan pie. And she pie. was looking at
0: Rob Reiner during that scene and be like, "What that's am I doing?" He's like, "Go do it."
1: Yeah. To partake of your pecan yeah. pie. This feels like a Billy Crystal improv. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's,
0: yeah I, I, I think like of that whenever I hear pecan yeah, pie. Yeah, I think of this. Whenever I
1: see pecan pie, I think of pecan pie. You like to go to the movie
0: pecan pie as a friend? That's sweet.
1: Yeah. This is. Oh, and
0: then she's like, "I have a date."
1: I love to Harry, but I can't.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, this reminds me of what we talked about. Which Christmas part? time in Australia. What she's about to say. Spending uh, so
1: much time together. Okay, wait.
0: So, one thing that... Um, I'll try to make it fast so we can all keep enjoying the movie. But on Christmas, That's I had um, Christmas time in Australia. Um, I... I was, I was talking to a guy like, like b- barely, barely, very briefly. And we had, um, and we kissed and I called Rob when I told him about it. And I said, I didn't really want to tell you because I kind of feel like we're becoming more than friends.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that obviously. And I'm like,
0: cause we're friends, but i kind of feel like we're not friends. And that was like a big deal to you because you told your, barely you told your mom, like, what does this mean? God, I love how big their apartments are in New York.
1: Look at that carpet.
0: Yeah, I don't it's even know if you can find carpet that big now. Even our carpets Area aren't that carpet. big. Area carpet.
1: No, this is, well, I mean, I'm sure you can find carpet like that. It's not that much bigger than this one.
0: You know, her, her um, fashion got, is not that bad. He's got like a Chris
1: Evans Knives Out know. sweater going on here yeah. a little. Not as nice, but still a little bit. Reminded yeah, me of that. they
0: probably wear a lot of those up in colder states of more, like, next.
1: Yeah, her '80s fashion in here should come back. Mm-hmm. Can we make the? I don't remember the character's last name. Can we make the All Sally right? look? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good you job. Do the
0: Sally, you're gonna also talk about Nightmare for Christmas, so watch out.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, that's a different kind of Sally.
0: So wait a minute. Mm. Did she talk about her date?
1: And oh god, I think he's they like kinda they're kinda both Big it.
0: Ten schools. You're projecting. Yeah, he's.
1: He's got high standards now. All of a sudden, is no, that No, he happening?
0: he's starting to get PTSD. Like he's experiencing her um, his ex wife everywhere now. Like yeah, she, yeah, that's why she says she go to Northwestern. Oh, he's see, like, oh,
1: no. she's like, oh, maybe she just uh, no. I went to bed with her. See, this is exactly what I was talking about. He's, she's like, well, why you didn't even like her? He's like, no, no, I had sex with her. I'm like, huh? I'm with you, Sally. I don't and understand a lot
0: of women. I have to generalize again, but That's a lot of fine. women this is a whole movie you know, about, may have thought this that he wanted about that. to pursue a relationship with her if he slept with her, because a yeah, lot of it women depends. don't know how yes, to speak up for themselves. and there's other women that are like, hell no, I just want to. If you're
1: empowered, well, a lot of women are just like programmed by society and their families or whatever to be like, find a husband, settle down. Yeah, and you gotta, but some women don't want to do that, and if they want to, like, just have these you know short-term relationships with people or just you know, make it physical and that's it, then that's their thing. But it's but also, who's to It's say, like you're saying, yeah. But
0: it's also to, to assume that he communicated that to her. Being exactly. Like, I'm not interested in you, I want to sleep with you. Right, Because exactly. the thing is, if you No, most,
1: and he probably wouldn't have because that might have ruined his, his chances. chances. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, but yes, exactly. And he's talking to his... Tell her about other women. This is kind of an interesting dynamic. Like, I don't think before in movies you'd ever seen this kind of dynamic on screen where a man and a woman were like, yeah, I went on a date with this woman and blah, blah, blah. And he, she'd be like, I have a date. Oh, and they're like platonic about it. I mean, obviously not throughout the whole movie, but, you know, that's a dynamic that I don't think had ever really become maybe mainstream until probably around this time in the 80s.
0: Oh, here we go. And
1: oh, yeah. The most famous scene in the movie.
0: Yeah. And um,
1: Rob Reiner's mom. Yeah. I love what she's having.
0: I think this was apparently Billy Crystal's idea. Of
1: course, it was.
0: But yeah, this is Katz's Deli. And, uh is that a still Getty? No.
1: No. No, it's not. But it's, Rob Reiner's mom is the one who's like, "I'll have what she's having." That's yeah, very see. famous.
0: Exactly. What is it? Yeah.
1: I don't know. You don't even have a fireplace. Da, da, da. Why is she pissed with him now? Yeah. Oh, because he's just having sex with women, and they're not. Yeah. Is it the sex thing?
0: Yeah, I think so. Oh, but yeah, it's also when she might be. Sorry. I think to be they like,
1: have an okay time. Oh, oh God. God, oh. here you go. Oh, boy. She does this really good.
0: And this actually talked about, they touched on this on Seinfeld, too. I think yeah. The same, around fake, the same Fake, time.
1: fake, fake, mm-hmm. fake, fake. Because that show No, was like that was a few, that was 90, I think it started. Well, so that was like a couple seasons in, I think. Yeah, but they,
0: yeah, they, yeah, a couple years later.
1: Well, they totally stole it from this then. Haven't faked it with me. Male hubris.
0: Oh, God, it's great.
1: Like, she's no shit.
0: It's just kind of out of character, though. That's what actually what Siskel and Ebert even said about well, Siskel said about I this forgot, movie yeah. is that it's just so out of character for uptight, neurotic Sally Albright. And I agree with that. Well, she's she's putting a great scene. But
1: she's also trying to be a uh women's rights person in this scene.
0: She is very feminist. You know what I mean? Noticed. She's trying
1: to be like, you're an affront to all women. So she, she she if she has to do something outlandish to prove her point and she gets like a little hot for a second, she's like, ooh. And I've seen this movie a million times and I know that she's faking, but it's still kind of hot that she, she's faking it. Is that weird?
0: No. Because that's what they do in it's
1: a, Yeah, exactly.
0: They probably all Not that this I movie. know.
1: Not that I know. Don't understand. Oh, yeah. Don't generalize. Not all men watch that. I do, but not all men watch that.
0: Oh, and he has to tell her, he's got to tell her to, like, I think we get the point.
1: Yeah, God. That's so funny.
0: She wears, they have great, like, it's great understated makeup in this movie. Like, mm. you can tell she's wearing a little bit of, um, Eyeshadow, but it's, it's it's like, subtle. Oh, my God, I couldn't. Does
1: this is making me think of that scene in The Matrix Reloaded, too, where he sends the Merovingian, sends that girl the, the piece of cake that's in uh, another hint to that episode coming up in January, uh, the piece of cake that's coated to basically give her an orgasm. You remember that? Oh, yeah. It's a weird fucking scene in that otherwise interesting movie. I, yes, I, yes.
0: I wouldn't. The, I would not have oh, the goals to do that. No,
1: no, no. She, no, no. The, see, that person you thought was Estelle Getty, I think, is Rob Reiner's mom. No. And she's like... No. Goes right back to eating her whatever she's eating. Rob Reiner's mom
0: is the one that's Estelle, Estelle Getty. Or see? Estelle,
1: uh, what oh, she's having.
0: No, the, a classic. woman sitting with her.
1: Oh, across oh, the way. Oh, this
0: my is, this is a Christmas movie. Sleigh bells
1: ring, are you listening? Well, this is not the... New Year's Eve, where they're gonna. Is it already? No, 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 no. They there's a, another the time another couple jump,
0: right?
1: Yeah, there's a little bit more of a time jump or something.
0: Yeah, I think they're friends for maybe. And then it ends. I didn't even say it at the end of the It ends too.
1: in 1989, where the movie was set, like when the movie came out, right? Yeah. I'm here to stay is a new Is that Lincoln? <laughs> That's supposed to be Lincoln? <laughs> C- Christmas Lincoln. God,
0: I really wonder if they have, if New York even gets as much snow anymore. I don't think so. And especially warming. not Christmas, Christmas.
1: Wait, no, global warming is a myth, right? That's what I heard on the news. Yeah.
0: But yeah, roller, the skating rink, the skating rink, the snow on Christmas. And I think your mom even talked about this on for the White Christmas podcast. It doesn't really get snow Christmas. Anymore.
1: No, not as much. It's cold. That's a good episode, by the way. If people listening to this want to hear White Christmas or hear me and Lori London talk about Christmas in Connecticut, which I need to have Lori London back soon too. Yeah, I have her. She's on my list for 2020 to get to get God, back to. It looks
0: cold as shit.
1: Well, it's also—is it really cold this day, or did they shoot this in like October and have to pff, wind machines and stuff? I could write a book. Great song. If they asked me, I could oh God, write a book.
0: It, look at how '80s her hair is. Not
1: the way you look, whisper and look? It's a great song. You mm. like him without the beard too?
0: No, I liked the beard. You
1: like Billy Crystal with the beard?
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, she's know. like this is
1: like a Madonna style thing that She's yeah. like. Or like Cindy Lauper, like is it? Is Why that, does she
0: keep following all these trends? She's I, I don't very know. trendy.
1: I ha, well, so you know what year they are in, and, and all that other stuff. She's a mercy of fashion. So the wait, so fashion. wait. I'm 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 still have feminine energy, but I'm still a man. So is that crimped her hair? No. The way it's kind of what is that?
0: That's more. If anything, it's probably more permed. But what? It doesn't look anything like. It doesn't really look perm either. What is crimped? Like, I've heard this word. It looks word. more mousse.
1: What is crimped? I've heard this in relation to hair, like, but I don't um, know what it means.
0: Well, like you've ever had crimped fries.
1: The crinkle fries, crinkle fries, kind
0: of like that, little weight, like
1: Wavies? Like, that looks kind of wavy. No. What was the other thing? There was another thing that I didn't. There was like other fashion terminology that I didn't realize until I had a woman in my life.
0: Oh, New Year's Eve, right here.
1: Not the right one, though. Not no, the one no. that we're looking for. So maybe this is a New Year's Eve movie. There's multiple New Year's Eves in it. And I kind of forgot that this so was set New Year's Eve So maybe that's kind of too. the whole
0: point: is that they're trying to do like these. Well, New, new Year's, Year's Eve is a changes. new beginning. That looks like fake snow.
1: Yeah, that dad. That doesn't look like fake snow. Uh, oh and
0: then he's gonna say like I don't understand
1: oh and they have no one to kiss they're like we're not together with anybody should we kiss I don't know that would ruin the relationship we definitely shouldn't have sex at some point in this movie
0: another great um, scene with New Year's in it New Year's Eve um, is cutting edge
1: you guys love each other That being weird cutting edge fade out oh another old couple head counselor at the boys camp and I was the head counselor at the girls camp Uh, oh Romeo and Juliet story I did not, really. I went to, like... I went,
0: like, to a day church camp. Church youth like group once.
1: kind of deal for, like, a weekend. That's about mm-hmm. it. I told you about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He looks totally disinterested, this guy. Yeah, he does. He's like, I don't want to be here. I'm here. I'm this guy.
0: Wow. What
1: yeah. do you know about a good you melon? You have to flick it. <laughs> Send flowers to yourself.
0: In cold places, they have great coats. Oh,
1: God. We barely Carrie Fisher, she's... <laughs> R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. She seems so great.
0: Maybe that's why she doesn't really want to talk to her friend anymore because it's all about this married guy.
1: Yeah, she's a bad influence, Carrie Fisher, in this movie. She's got her own problems. It's sad. Well, I mean, it works out. Spoilers. It works out for Carrie Fisher's character, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Isn't she supposed
0: to go on a date? Aren't they going on a date right now?
1: Who? Carrie Fisher and who?
0: Oh, and Harry's one of my best friends. You're one of my best friends. That's nice.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. She's trying to hit it to, to matchmake them. Yeah. Which is, like, which is like... These so two have... So
0: she's with the married guy, but is a married guy okay with her dating? I, I don't...
1: That. I think she's trying to make it... I think she's sleeping with the married guy, but it's not like a relationship and she's trying to make that jump, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's never going to leave her. Yeah, see?
0: Yeah.
1: uh. Uh-uh. Aw. It's just a dinner or anything. I like this whole situation these two have these two have the mother of all how we met stories because it's like insane it makes me think of it makes me think of um oh she has a good personality that whole thing is that where this is this movie where that came from yeah i think so when someone not that that's a thing that this movie created
0: I think so. If you'd
1: ask me what does she look like and I said she has a good personality, that means she's not attractive. You can yeah, you or can when be when you say,
0: Oh, she's nice.
1: Like, what the hell does that mean? That means be attractive with a good personality or not attractive with a good personality. She's attractive. Yeah, she is attractive. Oh god. But not beautiful, right? The men in this he's confusing.
0: And she's like, You're boring.
1: Yeah. I've been on dates it, like that. But no, this is quite this
0: is quite a um. A meeting that they that the two of them ended up having, Carrie Fisher and Bruno Park, Kirby, because, like, how clandestine is that? Serendipitous.
1: It's yeah. stealing my word. That's my episode word.
0: Excuse me, you did not create. The no, I know, dot but but entry. I've said
1: it a couple times. I I referenced that movie Serendipity, which I don't love the movie, but I like the idea in the movie. I, yeah, but they have the best how you met how we met story yeah, in this I movie. Harry heard. and Sally. Yeah
0: because wow, there's like, like literally that's why I became a writer. Jeez, how many such an how
1: many people have how we met stories that involve multiple time jumps like this? Not many. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm from New Jersey too. Who gives a it's shit? Like, do you think they could have had chemistry? Good conversation. They should it a chance, no. They, they didn't have anything? No, I don't think there's. It's not there. They could be friends, but they're not even attracted to each other at all. They're just like okay.
0: Do, 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 do.
1: Grilled radicchio. That she also, good.
0: Marie was also kind of like, "Why am I even doing this?" So she was already. Well, do, like, do you see
1: what I'm saying? Do you see how he's like, "Oh, oh, this guy, she does this." Blah blah blah. Like they're tr- they're both trying too hard to pair, like it, it, that's and I think that's the what that's what I wrote that. I think that's what Rob Reiner is. Yeah, I know. That's what Rob Reiner is going for for in this scene is that everybody's trying too hard to pair people off with the wrong couple, and us the audience members are watching it, be, it feeling how uncomfortable it is and how mismatched these four people are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how, well, these two should be together and these two should be together. Are we the only people? makes you know, It's like us, the audience, are, are taking crazy pills. Are like, we the only ones that see that this is the case? Clearly not because it's already starting to happen with Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher. But,
0: but Yeah, but the thing is I think it works out too because um, Sally did want to set her friend up with somebody,
1: I mean, she does, yeah, but not the way mean she meant guy. to, yeah. But but this but then Sally would have been passive aggressive slash resentful if if her friend hooked up with Harry because on deep down she doesn't even rare aware of she's into Harry, but it's yeah. like it's a whole thing. Do you think you could go out with him? Oh yeah, she's checking. He's like, you don't want to hook up with him, right? She, that's nice. I like that they have this moment where they each check with the other yeah. with the friend to be like, hey. I don't feel it with this person, but I like this other person. You're not into them, are you? Okay, cool. Like, that's nice. It's always yeah. like, you know, say whatever you will I about... Totally yeah. Say whatever you will about the, the you know, the uh, gender stereotyping in this movie about the man being slobs and it's like kind of man whores or whatever you want to call it. And the women being like I need to get a man to get married yeah, like and all that. that they're stuff. they're looking out for but, each other. But yeah. Everyone's looking That's out for I'm each saying. other. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There is yeah. like it's woman supporting woman. it's friend man supporting man. It's like friend and
0: man supporting good, woman.
1: Good healthy friendships. Yeah. You know. She's like
0: she's vulnerable and she's like he's sensitive and
1: Yeah, see these two yeah, want to get to know all. each other. Yeah, well now. I'd like to think they're going to have a little more conversation <laughs> before they just go to the place and have sex, but we skipped over a lot of the evening, so maybe they're just going to skip right to that. I found a nice girl for you. Oh. She lives in the next village. Oh, this is like an arranged marriage type deal.
0: And you know, and then which I've those heard, can work sometimes to yeah, too. Yeah, they that like with relationships in the United States that no, are not arranged, you have way. to like love you know, you love them, but with arranged marriages, a lot of times you just learn to love them. Yeah. And
1: um, honestly, I feel like a lot of marriages that are not arranged marriages, kind of you have to learn to love them too. Because we loved each other when we first got together. And we loved each other when we got married. And, yeah, we have our ups and downs, but I think for the most part we love each other more now than we did when we first got together. You and also cetera. love
0: each other differently. Yeah. Of, well, yeah, yes, for
1: sure. Yeah, for sure. It's also having a child complicates a relationship because the focus is now not on each other. It's on the child. Uh,
0: on the child. sharper image.
1: Yeah, right? I remember that. That was a stores. great store. They were fun. But you know what I mean? Like once you have a child, your focus is more on the child... And you have to consciously make an effort to make the relationship a priority, yeah. which is tricky. And we're speaking from experience. It's tricky sometimes. You have and to it won't always be that do way. do check-ins. But when well, when you so have a three-year-old young. and you're going through these rough patches where you have a newborn and they don't sleep, where you have a three-year-old and they won't nap and they're like, you know, super like, you know, constantly needing attention. Your dad was here recently and she's like, oh, she's an attention gathering device. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, basically, a hundred percent. She's like, "Mommy, Daddy, hold me," and we're like, "What are you gonna do? Not hold your child?" I mean, it's like, if you want to get things done, yeah, I guess so. But it's also hard to do that. This is Oklahoma.
0: I don't know anything about that. Freddie story. did
1: Oklahoma on uh, for like his high school musical one time. My family's he was from in Oklahoma. It. That's true.
0: Am I missing out on something?
1: No, it's. It's, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. I think they just did selections from it or whatever. I don't remember. They did an abbreviated version of the show. Yeah, this is so awkward show. for him. Seeing his ex? Yeah. His ex-wife, right?
0: Yeah. With the guy. With Miss, yeah. Mr. Zero? Just with the symptom. Mr. No, Zero? Not Mr. Zero. That's Mr. what Zero she called him. Is Mr. Zero's the mover.
1: Oh, that's right. Mr. Zero no, knew before. Symptom. That's right. You're right. You're paying more close attention to the movie, and I I'm am. and I'm talking more. She's great here up the slack. in the
0: scene. I think she's the not following Meg Detroit Ryan so much. or the other lady. Meg Ryan. Oh, and I love her. She looks like my mom. She's from Parent. She was in uh, Parenthood.
1: Uh, this like other a year lady? after this, yeah. Oh, who she played Rick Moranis' wife? Yes. That would be a podcast you should do. Rick we could talk about Parenthood.
0: Oh yes! Oh my God! Great I movie. Love Parenthood so much. Great movie. I saw that movie a lot more often than this one.
1: Yeah. Well, that's more family-friendly. You would have seen that more as a kid, especially. And it now
0: resonates more with me.
1: Because you're a parent?
0: Yeah. And well, no, lower, just because I'm, I'm older. Because I'm, I'm older. Both? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Young Keanu.
0: She looks like a... She sounds like a bitch. Is that oh, the new Keanu yeah.
1: movie we're going to get a sequel of? I wrote an what? article for CheatSheet.com uh. about how we're getting a new John Wick, we're getting a new Matrix, we're getting a new Bill and Ted. And I was like, is Constantine next? <laughs>
0: but didn't she Maybe seem probably like... I'll see you. Like, she yeah, didn't like, seem...
1: Uh. I don't like you. You're stupid.
0: Yeah. She sounds very, she seemed very,
1: Britney bitch.
0: Like, you know, if it was me, like if I was in the same situation, she looked weird. More, Her I legs would,
1: looked heavy. God. I, would, I would
0: be more like, oh my gosh, how are you? You know, I'd be more gracious.
1: Uh, because everything, that really hurt him a lot. Yeah. The marriage thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, it, was, yeah. it would, but, it would, but it like, I like that the movie, I like that the movie reckons with the fact that it's in a real emotional scar for him.
0: Yeah, and it's not just because of oh, the it did, table. Are right, what do you it's think about that? She, there was also infidelity involved too. Well, exactly. So of course. It was a personal rejection. betrayal,
1: yeah. What do you think about that coffee table? It's ugly. Yeah. He's a guy. How Sally. Quickly do
0: you think they moved in <laughs> with each other?
1: Um, I think we're jumping ahead a few, probably at least a few months, right? A couple months at least. I mean, it looks like it looks like the first night they met, they probably had sex together, so
0: well, I would think together versus. You like know what I mean. I know. I realized after <laughs> I said it that that was awkward
1: wording. Um, <laughs> it looks like they had sex. Uh, they had it looks like they had sex the first night they met. So clearly, they're on the fast track. And, and I think they're both. I think the movie established already that they're they're both at that point where they want a relationship. They just want to settle down, find someone to be in. You know, and they, yeah. the movie did a lot of work to lay that groundwork for them. So it's like when you when you meet that person that you click with, it's like. Like he says at the end of the movie, when yeah. you find the person you want to spend the rest of your life with.
0: Yeah, he, he he's having his breakdown.
1: Yeah, this is a great scene.
0: And the thing is, though, I feel like he should be allowed to talk about it because these are his friends. Like, he should be able but to... But it it's not to
1: vent. Like, And it comes out in the middle. It's also there in the middle of a new relationship. And he's being like, yeah, 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 yeah. But wait till everything's fucked up and you're breaking things, see? Yeah. You're going to be screaming at each other about who's going to get this dish.
0: Yeah, ooh, I and- mean, this is a
1: very... St- He's at a very cynical place right now, obviously. For your own good, put your name in your books right now, Jesus. Aw, that's not helpful for a new relationship, dude.
0: Well, that's what happened in Sex and City, the first movie. Uh, Stupid
1: con. And I like that Bruno Kirby's whole thing is not like, why are you blowing up at me and my new girlfriend? He's like, hey, I thought you liked (laughs) it. I'm like, being nice, yeah, well, it's the point not of ideal. In the city
0: is that she, um, Carrie, was gonna marry Mr. Big, and he basically left her at the altar, right? Because of hold a hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, look, 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 look. This is my favorite, one of my favorite little moments. I want you to know that I'll never want that wagon wheel. That's an adorable little character. That's honestly, I love this movie, and I, most of the stuff I love is Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan, obviously. But I love that little character moment of her being like, listen, basically she says, I'm never going to want that coffee table. And it's a joke, obviously. But it's also her seeing his like very cynical post-divorce perspective on love and being like, listen, I still have faith in us that we're going to mm. make this work. And which is what she's and saying. One thing I don't
0: the, like about this. Under, in between her, the lines there. I could get what she's doing, but I don't feel like she should be lecturing him. Like she's she's scolding him she's like not, a child.
1: Well, it wasn't appropriate for him to it get. It was, like that. but she
0: was. I think right now she should be. Well, I think, like a better friend to him.
1: Well, it's also like, it's also if we're getting deep into the, the psychoses of these characters, I think. She's also on some level like. Listen, I thought we were kind of friends. Maybe possibly on subconscious level, she's thinking maybe we're maybe something more is going on with us. And she's like, "Why does it bother you so much that you care about this and person?" Look at how
0: offended she's you getting. You know what I'm saying? Asking her, yeah. Like, I guess and I that's look why at he's like, "Well, way.
1: if you're so over Joe, why do you care?" Like yeah, see they're she's both. she's like,
0: I have to sleep with people.
1: And yeah, they're dealing. both like, why the hell? Why are we so? Why are you? I thought you. Yeah, this have, is a really see? good
0: point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep.
1: You have to say yep. What you're in your <laughs> Cause, have. Cause yep. you your name is? Yeah,
0: Helen, a faint memory for you because he's, he's basically sleeping with all these women and. He's
1: pulling a Barney Stinson. Yeah, and,
0: yeah, like the way you do it.
1: Oh, for revenge or something. And I mean, I up, I uh, mean. I, that yeah. was like their
0: first like fight.
1: That well, yeah, kind of. Oh, she's all, yeah, she's really great in this. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Is she taller? Is he taller? Are they both tall.
1: I think they're both moderately. I mean, I don't know if either one of them is particularly tall. Yeah, I think
0: Brian's only like 5'5". Five, five, he five.
1: might not be tall either, though. Yeah. He might be like five oh, by my height. So, there goes the wagon. We what all <laughs> going to say is, so, Carrie,
0: so. Carrie gets left at the altar by Mr. Big because there was a comment that Miranda said to Mr. Big because she was going through it's a basically monkey. like. Um, when are we husband, going to play Her fictionary? husband cheating on her. And it, that she found out like the night before of like the rehearsals. And she said to him like, why are you? I can't believe you're going to do this. Like, don't do this. It's going to be a mistake. And, so, a baby. and he's like, what? I'm supposed to get married tomorrow. No. And then it totally threw him for a loop. And yeah, he left. He left Carrie at the altar. So what you do say in front of your friends in regards to like relationships, it didn't make a difference. And apparently this scene was improvised. I like her dress.
1: Can I this is a total non-related. I'm glad
0: she came back. I for some reason thought yeah. her friend Alice didn't show up again. This is
1: totally not related. Well, it's kind of related, but it's not related to this movie. I really like I have very mixed feelings on Frozen 2. But I love that there's an entire scene in that movie in Frozen 2 early on where they're playing charades. Oh I yeah. thought that was adorable. More of that, less of the random Mythos bullshit of like Arendelle and like the whatever. I don't even know what the hell is happening in that movie. I
0: like that they both have dates. But I
1: love that scene yeah. in that movie. I just and totally like remember that. know this guy.
0: This. And I feel like I know his girl. See, and then he's
1: like, I don't like this.
0: Yep. The feelings are starting. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cute though. They both have dates and, um, and the girl, the lady seems comfortable like, with him that she was even rubbing his arm. Oh,
1: see, and she's like, what the fuck? I don't like this, Harry. I thought you and I were like something. But if they're not even real aware of it at this point. We're aware of it because we, we have a movie camera to show us that they're reacting this way. But they don't know what's going on in their heads. That guy. Do Which we guy? know that guy? Or Bruno Gay Kirby? Julian. Yes. No, I don't know. You can look it up. You have your phone. You can do it now if you want.
0: That's true. I have seen this before.
1: She's young, but look what she's done. She's young the the other actress I guess. Makes I mean deserts. comparatively. Jeez. She could be like twenties something.
0: So judgmental. She's judgmental. Well
1: she's judgmental because she's like looking but for, she's a judgmental she's look, general, Well she's looking but she's looking for things to criticize because she's like, hey, why are you with this person?
0: Yeah. And then he's yes. doing the
1: same thing. He's like cross checking oh, that's
0: Amanda. Uh, He's
1: doing the same thing. He's like, who the hell is yeah, this guy? Yeah, they're so
0: busy talking about the other,
1: the Under other the, uh, person
0: instead of their own relationship. Exactly.
1: Under the guise of looking out for the their friend, but really because they're like, hey, I don't like okay, that. Okay, I don't know that guy. Well, you don't know <gasps> that guy by name. A
0: leak of their own. That's a Tracy Tracy Reiner. What oh the my, hell? I'm sorry. I get excited. That's um,
1: Rob Reiner's daughter, I'm assuming, with the name. It doesn't... You don't know?
0: doesn't say. Okay. She's an Billy introduction of a diehard pretty woman. Yeah, a League of Their Own. Are
1: you alone? Yeah,
0: it doesn't say anything about her being related to Rob Reiner.
1: Oh, she's crying. Is this the 32, oh, 40? Oh my
0: God! He's
1: be. getting married, Joe. And that's a that's the shittiest thing of all. I, I have not experienced this myself, but the whole thing where you're with you're with somebody There's and the they say they don't want second
0: husband Rob Reiner. Boom.
1: Like when you're when you're with somebody and they don't want what you want, and then you find out later that they yes. Get what you what they want with someone else. Yes,
0: that's happening. And you're to me. like, the fuck. Yeah.
1: And then you're like, I guess I wasn't good enough or whatever. And
0: then you, it's like, I and think she is over him. She is over she him, but rejected. it doesn't matter
1: because she's like, well, what's wrong with me then? Why am I at this point, thirty two? Which, by the way, now is not as big a deal to be thirty two and unmarried. You and I weren't married at thirty two. Were me? Oh, yeah, we were. No, we were married. We, were, we weren't parents yet at 32. But to be 32 and unmarried now is not as big a deal. But to be 32 and unmarried in 1989. Okay, we were
0: 31 and then we got married. You're right. Almost but so, 31. Yeah. But
1: still, so, there was more of an... The, the age thing was more of a pressure here because uh, people weren't experiencing adolescence into their 30s like they kind of are now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. people live longer and all that other stuff. And this is 30 years the ago. And clock so. was already
0: ticking when she was with Joe. Right, exactly. Yeah and that's, I mean, that's, also, the that's also a generalization too. Who's to say that, she, that there has to be a transitional That was her that rebound. was her that But was That's how people that's how people think though. They're like, "Oh, there's just going to be a rebound." Right. Like, you know, you, you didn't want like, to get married to
1: me. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to marry me. I would marry sorry, spoilers. There are, no offense to Kai. I would marry Meg Ryan in this movie. She's adorable in this, no?
0: She is. But maybe but you know, it's also She's also kind of a pain also, in the ass. I also think it's timing. Too. and she's
1: like, also really hard to deal with in this movie. Like yeah. she's got a lot of personality personality things. But in this I think movie it's also timing, to, right? But I mean, it's also she's got like a lot of these little quirks and eccentricities that the wrong person would find annoying. But the right person, like he says later at the end of the movie, which we'll get to, which the whole movie is building to, he the right person will love, but the wrong person will find annoying. Right.
0: But I think what I'm saying about timing is that maybe Joe at the time was like, I don't want these hey, things.
1: Hey. In eight years, oh, God, it's great, but it's there. I,
0: yep, still floated. Like, but now I'm like, like three I, years I feel, for us. Oh God, it's true. But Like for maybe three and a half. Yeah, maybe. For,
1: it's not yeah. the same for men. When but he's seventy-three, for, wait, wait, you got to comment on this part for and think back your timing thing. That's a great joke, the mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin joke about he's 70s babies and he's seventy-three. Couldn't pick him up.
0: (laughs) It was nice that he came over there to be a friend. But but like Joe, but maybe Joe at the time He's going to. Maybe Joe at the time was like, um, I don't want those things. But then years went by. But that's not how it feels to her. But yeah, exactly. And you know, rightfully so. But it's not like
1: she's holding a particular grudge against Joe. It's just like, what's wrong with me that I wasn't that he didn't want me at this time, but now he changed. Like what changed and what is, she's the one, he's getting married and she's still single. Oh, that's like their daughter. Can you just hold me? Oh. <laughs> I mean, different context, obviously, but.
0: So she walked around in robes? We, we have robes and we never use them. No,
1: I don't like the robes. I like shorts and a t-shirt. So she has a perm. That's yeah, a now perm. she does. That's a perm. Uh-oh, they kissed. That's the second time they kissed.
0: But do, okay. In
1: this context. So
0: who's, okay, but now she, she ca- kissed, she kissed him. Like, more.
1: Well, she's in a more vulnerable state.
0: So who's in the wrong here?
1: I mean, I don't know if anybody's in the wrong. Well, it didn't work
0: out very well the next day.
1: Well, no, because he wasn't expecting to do that. I think she's happy with it. She's like, our friendship turned into love. And he's like, oh, shit, our friendship turned into love? His whole thing was not, he was not expecting that. It yeah, just he kind looked, of happened. He so uncomfortable. Because he's like, "I this is not what this relationship was." I thought. Sometimes guys. Sometimes it happens where. I mean, I told you, I lo- I love you, and did you tell did you tell me closet. back?
0: I did. Right did, away when the moment happened. Not money
1: right away. Not right. Yeah, away. Yeah, but I said, "I think I'm falling in love with you," or whatever, and you didn't necessarily immediately like. Me too. I was waiting for you to say it first. Well, it's some people have emotions at different speeds at different times. So she was feeling it here and it took him a little while longer to process. Yeah. And I think a lot of times the stereotype is that the man is the last is the last is of the two the in a relationship. The last to be like, maybe I do like her. She's a product right.
0: placement for Evian. Evian yeah, good point. But one thing that I think is interesting is uh, they both got naked. A lot of times in these movies, like the woman's still wearing a bra and. Well, but Wait, what other, do you mean?
1: She wasn't. Was she naked in
0: that scene? She's wearing put a robe on, and he he, he looked.
1: He's like, naked. Yeah. He's got his little nips out, little Billy Crystal nips, and he's well, why he is was he going through a blanket dice? right under
0: like right over his crotch.
1: Well, yeah, he's got no bottoms on, mm-hmm. obviously. Um. You want to watch something?
0: Yeah, it's. Oh God, it's like I'm I'm. I feel uncomfortable it's uncom- Yeah,
1: it's awkward. She's like, this was nice. What's and he's like, penguins? yeah, that's weird. Well, I told you in the box, in the back of the thing, at the beginning of the movie, there's like a teddy bear. And then I'm like, the fuck? A 25, 20 something year old woman, graduation. So 20, what, 22? 22, 22 23, yeah. when you graduate college? Has a fucking teddy bear? That feels like not really realistic. Okay, generally. now it seems
0: like she's starting to come down All right, too.
1: That's great. Let me ask you something. How many stuffed animals did you have in your bedroom or in your apartment or dorm room or whatever when None. you were in college? Exactly. I feel like that's a bullshit feminist, like, femi- not feminist, anti-feminist uh, thing that grown women are into stuffed animals. I mean, I have stuffed animals, but I have like a Yoda and things like that, and I don't keep them in my bedroom. Um, oh, no, look, what's up them? with all the penguins? Look at the penguin thing. The fuck? Do
0: you use any leaving...
1: No, yeah. no, but look at all the penguins. I know.
0: I know. Yeah, what is her penguin like thing? It's, it's fucking got creepy. A on. It's pretty. Oh.
1: oh, he did the whole I gotta leave thing. Like she oh. said, you do that a lot. Oh. Oh. oh, God. Fine. God, dude. If you feel like you're not sure, he's bailing. I really it. hope, yeah. Fight or flight, and he's fleeing, flighting like a motherfucker. But like a penguin. Like, he, stayed but they don't
0: mo- he stayed there till the morning at least. You didn't just leave. That's oh, true. Here comes, and look at these two. Here too. comes this, Oh, the okay, so this, screen this thing? This took 61 great, takes. Great scene. And they great. just had to keep going. Like, if they if they messed up, they had to reshoot it. Hey. It was all hey. in one cut.
1: Great scene. Yeah. One of the best executed scenes in the movie. So,
0: apparently, they had three sets going, but 61 takes. Three
1: cameras? The one on the middle and then two on each side?
0: No, three sets. And...
1: Three... Oh, well, yeah, and three cameras, yeah.
0: obviously. <laughs>
1: Why didn't they just cut it together afterwards?
0: I don't know, because it was 1989. Maybe it was hard to do that.
1: I mean, because you don't... You, well, it's hard to get the like, timing just right, I think. Yeah, maybe that's too. what it... Yeah, they did yeah. Get it, like...
0: And but it's also... It's, to it's supposed to be, bio, like, maybe. emotional,
1: but also, like, funny. So it's also, like, name... Getting that just right in the editing room would be probably harder, I would think. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, man.
1: But it didn't. You should never go to bed with anyone when you find out your last boyfriend's coming married. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Jeez. Oh,
1: geez. <laughs> the cross conversations here are amazing. Why do they are have amazing. two phones
0: in their bedroom? It's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very... And one of the, the black... He is on a black... The Both men are black black phones, and both women are on like lighter colored phones, like tan or white or whatever.
0: Maybe have different... And look,
1: look, look. Best line. Best line. Wait for it. Tell me I'll never have to be out there again. Look what he says. You'll, ne- you'll never have to be out there again. Aww, They're adorable. <laughs> Maybe they had
0: two different um, phone lines or something hey,
1: because of their business. Side. They're adorable. <laughs> I love that stuff. it
0: was a mistake, and I remember. I hope, he, I hope, he, I hope she lets me say it. I get safe, to say it first. Yeah.
1: Does yeah. it before I do.
0: Why does she think she's starting to feel like it was me? Because now started to be like, oh. So what is, okay.
1: Oh, man. She doesn't think so. Yes, it yeah. was. Aww. So she's,
0: she's being fake about it then. So she thinks she fell for him first.
1: Yes, a hundred percent. If he came through and said last night was amazing, I think we should be together. She'd be like, yes, me too. Aww. She can just sense that he, he bailed. Yeah, he bailed. He. I, this is not politically correct to say now, but he fucking pussied out of the thing instead of being a man and like dealing with the consequences of. What what went down and how he feels about it and discussing it with her like a normal person, he pieced out. I was like, yeah, I'm getting oh, out of here. She
0: looks so dejected. I
1: know, asshole. But so again, he
0: she's in the right to then basically stone st- ma- him.
1: Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You can say all you want. And I'm like, oh, passion, and we got caught in the moment. I'm like, you got caught in the moment. It took a lot of moments for you to get hard and, like, like not to get in all the nitty-gritty of it, but there's, like, a lot of things that have to happen for sex to go down. So it's, like, at some point, I would imagine he'd be aware they,
0: of they power walk what out.
1: happened. So, I mean, I wouldn't... I, again, feminine energy coming from this side. I would be pissed off if I was her, too. I've been pissed off with girls that I was quasi-interested in or whatever for much less than that, obviously.
0: Well, why couldn't she talk to him? Why does... Like
1: gender stereotype. Why doesn't why don't more women ask men out on dates?
0: If she's annoyed, if she mad at him for how he didn't communicate with her, I agree. She communicate to him. Yes, Two but look, right. now
1: they're getting married and shit. Best couple in the movie so far: Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher. Oh
0: my God, they an eighties, eighties wedding dress. Aww.
1: was she eating? Kind of candy Milk nope, it looks like. Is it? Is it a bag? Is it Milk like in a box? m and Where's her friend Alice? In your face. I
0: guess she's doing... I mean, doing kids. Tell stuff.
1: the truth. Aww. She's gonna cry. She's like, I want to get married to someone that loves me. Can I find one of those somewhere?
0: God, but even... Even... Um, Billy Crystal's character was married. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it
1: happens sometimes. The people that want this whole like you know, wedding thing the most. Sometimes don't you know, watch the friend their friends and stuff get it first. Yeah. And you know, everybody You can't, res- don't yeah, you can. you can't to, resist don't compare yourself to things. Yeah, you compare yourself to yourself. The flow. Like compare yourself to who you were a year the a year ago or whatever. Don't compare yourself to other people because everybody's lives move at different speeds and all that other stuff. Right? Right. And they're like, this is fucked up. Why are we standing here as the man of maid of honor and best man for this couple when we're like in a very precarious relationship or or uh I
0: would have been, relationship right now? I would have I guess, wanted yeah. to see her start to avoid him. Like how that like how that transition happened where she's no longer even talking to him.
1: Well, I mean she doesn't it's awkward for her to talk to him. She clearly has feelings for him and he clearly doesn't. Why would you want to talk to someone whom you're in love with who doesn't give a shit about you? In that way, right?
0: Yeah, but but they don't. Did he talk about that? That she doesn't talk to him anymore.
1: It comes up, I think, after this. I think here she's like, "Oh, I haven't told you. It's like, I haven't heard from you in a while." See, she turned away. Nice dress. By the way, her dress is awesome. It is.
0: That's was really pretty. The black really and green. I Wish that he was the one that was into her first.
1: Yeah, but that wouldn't be true to like the. Again, this movie's commenting on the whole gender. And Stereotype thing, gender norms, whatever you want to call it. A pea pod with shrimp? That sounds weird. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, why is none of your fucking business? It's none yeah. of your business what she's doing, dude. Why can't we get past this? Because, yeah, kind of. Um, three weeks ago. So she hasn't really what? talked to him in three weeks.
0: They were, they got, when, were they already engaged?
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, probably. We're getting cliffs and our know, on We don't their know life. their relationships well, like there. Like I said, we're getting we're checking in with these people periodically.
0: She's starting to become like uptight again. She was being like softer with him when they like years like, before, but now she's like mm-hmm. uptight again. Maybe he helped mellow her out.
1: Is this where she says I don't want to be around you anymore? Mm-hmm. Is anybody's the dog, you are the dog, you don't actually like, yeah. Why is yeah, why mean, mean everything? everything yeah. I agree yeah, with that. You should know that better than anybody because the minute it happened, you walked right out the door. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. I'm getting, it's getting a little, not heated on this side, but I'm getting heated because I'm like, okay. I agree with her, kind of. Whose side are you on? Feminine energy? I have the feminine energy in this relationship. <laughs> a little more. 60, 40, whatever. Compared to your masculine energy whose side are you on here are you on his side why can't we just say it was a nice time and call it or are you on her side like what the fuck dude why are you being an asshole I, mean,
0: I feel like i'm not on either other side i feel like they both need to communicate i agree a lot better than this
1: well yes i agree
0: he should have he should communicate to her be like i don't this i need more time or, right i agree and she should have been like i'm mad at you because
1: well she's I mad at talk. him i mean it feels like she's being open with him now yeah. and he's just not being open with her or whatever we would not be here today. Jeez. Yeah, that's great. What
0: a, but that's it's like, kind of a
1: shitty toast to them, technically, but it's not intent. We're only seeing it in that way because we know what's going on with Harry and Sally. You have to go to the bathroom, too? You have yeah. to go to the bathroom? Yeah. All right, Kai has to go to the bathroom. So we're back in another Christmas scene. Uh, again, this is sort of leading. So this is going to be the New Year's like this where shit happens. Because now we're super close to it. It's not going to be a whole nother year where they don't talk to each other. Do you have to go?
0: I can wait. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. All
1: right. Kai's going to hold it. She, I have to go there's a not, second time, but I'm going to hold it.
0: There's not that much left. Two.
1: No, we're like 10, 15 minutes away. Yeah, they're like six the like away at
0: this point.
1: No, less. It's Christmas time, is it? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Oh well, There's a Christmas tree. Unless it's December 1st. Have
1: yourself a merry little Christmas. Or November 26th. Whatever. It's November. It's December something. So it's the holiday season. And
0: he's then calling her. He needs it's to the holiday stop. holiday season. And she's about to tell him. It's
1: also the season of groveling. I feel like calling me. I like her hat. We need to make you a hat person.
0: Ugh, you've been trying for nine years. I
1: know. I need to make her daughter a hat person. It's been a while since I got her to wear a hat, too.
0: Yeah, he needs to just give her space.
1: Well, he feels bad because he made her upset and he made her sad. and Stuff, but then he should be honest with himself and her. Look at the old ass computers. I just got to point that out because we're from the eighties wow, movie. At how
0: t- quickly, she typed. She must have taken typing class.
1: This was the year after Working Girl too. Oh, I haven't seen that all the way through, possibly ever.
0: I've never seen. Oh yeah, I think I did. I saw see, parts
1: uh, of it here and there back I saw in the day. When I was
0: younger, and it's a very like it,
1: It's it super eighties,
0: and it was like sexual. I am like, oh.
1: Well, yeah, kind of.
0: Aw. Aw. He's trying to be
1: funny. A or C. Yeah, that's what he does. Defense mechanism is humor. Yeah. It's Obviously.
0: Classic New York. She
1: doesn't want to talk to you. Y- yeah, no. Classic New York hot dog stand. Exactly, Sauerkraut.
0: Shock. Oh, my God. If
1: you're feeling sad and lonely. Going back to the Austin Powers thing, that's another... That's Austin Powers song that's okay. in the, oh, one wait, of the movies. to
0: pick
1: up the phone. Call me... It is late, but just call me. No, don't but, yeah, don't yeah, remember, sue me for singing like ten uh, seconds of that song. Voice
0: box, uh, voice messages through the actual box. What was they What did they call it? Wait, what? The voice, the the box.
1: Answering machine. Answer machine. Why are you fucking kidding me? You couldn't remember an can't answering machine.
0: Put
1: it. Wow, you had too much beer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's She's like, I was.
1: What do you want, Harry? Nothing. Just, aw, he feels bad. Stevie yeah, Wonder he style. He his friend. He just called to say, I'm sorry, instead of I love you.
0: Aw.
1: Look at the acting, the eye acting. She does like like, like a flutter thing. It says mm-hmm. it, just, it just speaks volumes. You're going, what are they doing for New Year's, Kai? What are you doing for New Year's, Kai? Not much. Dude, I can't even believe... You he's have a doing, date, I, though. I
0: can't even believe he's doing this, though. Like, come on, man.
1: He's pulling the... I don't want to do a Booksmart reference because it doesn't really apply, but he's pulling Malala here. What'd you think of Booksmart on the record? It was, it was good. I like it. it. Uh, I want to watch it again yeah. right now.
0: That was the color of my grandparents' phone.
1: I want to watch the same phone. Can we watch Booksmart after this? No. Oh, Dick Clark. Dick Clark is um, dead. <gasps> Near you really eight.
0: think we can get Barbara Walters?
1: I hope so. That would be amazing. This fine. is 2020. She's like fucking 90 years old or something, isn't she? Ooh, Malamars. How old is how old is Barbara Walters now?
0: So is that She's got to
1: Hasn't she been old since we've been alive? Yeah. Basically.
0: I think she's got to be like similar age to my grandma. 80,
1: 80 yeah, she's got to be like yeah. Cuz I think all was, you, I think
0: she was in her 60s in the
1: 80s. Get her to come out on New Year's Walking Eve, which is now oh, uh, I guess run by Ryan Seacrest? Of course
0: he's doing everything.
1: Pressing his shit cuz I think Ryan Seacrest sucks. He's she's 90 years old. <gasps>
0: Yeah, she was born two years before my grandma.
1: Good job. And she's still alive. You Fair go. Well, I mean, we, she had a
0: really nice, when we were she kids, had a really nice 2020 thing. was
1: on from 1979 to 2004. I liked that show. I never watched it, She also it, really, established uh, The View. With the View, 1997. She wasn't even going on that anymore. She used to. So. Yeah, ninety seven to 2014, she was on it. See? Today, you, ABC Evening News. Anyway, now we're on a Barbara Walters thing. But yeah, 2020. Just have her come out for two seconds. Be like, this is 2020. As the wall the drops or something. That'd be amazing. This guy seems lame and boring. I don't like guys that are dumb and boring.
0: No, she's faking her laugh. Ha ha ha.
1: Aww. It's real. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh,
0: God.
1: That's funny. That's a that's a cool little camera movement. Over to Carrie Fisher. So basically Can we go he... to New Year's Eve party with Carrie Fisher? Not anymore. But that would be fun. Can you imagine how much fun that would be? Yeah. So did he
0: so, was it like Seinfeld? Was he, is she the victor? So she gets to keep the friends? I mean, I guess he's still friends with, he's he friends with
1: Bruno Kirby. I don't, was he ever friends with Carrie Fisher, really? No,
0: but he can't hang out with him in groups anymore. No. So he doesn't get to go to the Christmas party. Well, well I guess he also chooses not to go. Yeah, to the Christmas exactly. Awkward.
1: Oh, oh flashback, So you can feel the enormity of the, the journey you've been on in the last 90 minutes. Sex part always gets in the way. That's not true. No man can be friends with a woman he finds attractive he always wants to have sex with her. What if they don't want to have sex with you? Doesn't matter because the sex thing is already out there. Uh, so friendship is ultimately doomed. And that is the end of the story. Is it? Is it Billy crystal? I guess we're not going to be friends then. Guess not. Too bad because you're the only person that I knew in New York. And here they are and they become friends. And they have sex and they still want to be and they want to be together. So maybe friendships can be the starting point and that's the whole point of our story at the beginning of the episode. Friendship ideally as Kai's dad pointed out, as she mentioned, is the starting point for, from which a romantic relationship will grow.
0: Because then you know that you'll like each other Yeah. and love each other. And so just. And then you when you're
1: old and your sex drives disappear, you're still interested. You still want to be around the person. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Really. Because when you find, when a relationship is erected. Here he goes. He's running classic rom com style. When a relationships established from just style. pure passion, it's going to burn out. Right. Eventually,
1: that's because that's a novelty, basically. Um, I like this is a classic rom com thing. She's getting ready to leave the party, thought of not kissing somebody. It's just like, I'll kiss you. That's weird. Um, (laughs) don't kiss your friend, don't kiss your wife's friend. That's strange. Um, unless it's on the cheek or something, but it's a little bit of weird. Don't you think it's a weird Mm -hmm. offer for him to be like, I'll kiss you? I'm like, uh,
0: so this is so his flashbacks and thinking about the friendship thing is what made him change his mind
1: yeah he's realizing about fuck i fucked up i think there's something there maybe i was wrong when i said that 10 years ago or 12 years ago whatever it was at this point uh, but this is a classic rom-com run to the airport to catch a cab to wherever it is this part he's running to get to a party that she's about to leave and where the audience It's
0: a nice party being location. like oh my
1: god somebody it's at a hotel it looks like he just yeah. rented to like a conference room at a hotel oh my god i'm gonna cry I'm gonna cry. I'm not really gonna cry, but because I have to pee and that's distracting. But good song. It had to be you. Do, 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 look, do, she's starting to look.
0: She's looking like. Cool, she's getting or... her
1: like, breaking it. Thing is, I love you. I mean, we're not gonna talk over in this part. She's like, "What are you want to say to this shit?"
0: Oh, well, you love me too.
1: How about I'm leaving? She's like, "Not enough. Too little. Too late, buddy." I don't want to say mean anything to you. I'm sorry, Harry. I'm just reading subtitles because I don't know what else to say right now. I know.
0: you gotta feel lonely. I know this you're moment. feeling
1: lonely, but just can't show up here. Tell me you love me, expect that to make it. That's a good point. It's right. You stay on your ground, girl. Doesn't work this way.
0: Yeah. How does it, it work? work? That's a good question. I wonder. This is super romantic and he's here's
1: a Oh, I love that you get cold in at seventy. I'm gonna get emotional at 70 degrees. I love that you take takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I let you get a little crinkle above your nose. When you're looking at me like I'm nuts, I love that after I spend a day with you. I'm going to cry. You can smell. still smell your perfume on my it clothes. clothes and I love the last person I want to talk, talk to before, before I go to sleep evening. at night. And it's not because I'm lonely, and it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you read the rest of me. You
0: want to spend the rest of your life with somebody. You want to rest your life to start as soon as possible. Oh,
1: I had to talk because I'm crying.
0: And she's like, I hate you. Made you made me cry
1: like Captain America. Aww. Just <laughs> make it impossible for me to hate you. I
0: hate you.
1: <laughs> she doesn't, though. That's the no. thing. Aww. Good performance. by Make Ryan mostly, but both of them. Um, oh, and it's midnight and they kiss each other at midnight. It's a new beginning because that's what you like about New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. The new beginning is the end of something. The It's like commencement. Like, you know, graduation day is commencement because it's the end of one thing and the beginning of something new. It's like every year is a commencement. And that's I like, hey, he, treats like the, he retreats back to the back to the humor to be like, I don't know how to transition out of my big sweeping de- love de- declaration of love. <laughs> great aww. moment oh, they're kind of old friends sort of aww I love that that's like the best you know I, I was just saying about him running to the thing oh hold on we gotta talk about this first well, where's second um, time we met you didn't Marie? remember where's Marie Jess and Marie yeah, or, they? Ma- yeah they're at the party somewhere in that crowd it's their party or whoever's party not someone else's party
0: the Tylers. Yes, that's Aww. not them,
1: is it? Three months later, we got married. Mm-hmm. 12 years and three months.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, so if they were two years, they were like friends.
1: But the enormous coconut cake. They didn't get a pecan pie? <laughs> the tears? And this is very rich chocolates.
0: So how long are they supposed to be married here then, if it's supposed to be 1989?
1: Um, could have been just like recently, a couple of years or so later. Mm-hmm. Important to keep it on the side. That's adorable. Aww. So I was going to say, you know, that that part where he's running, that's like the best, probably the one of the movies, this is probably one of the movies that created that whole, like, modern rom-com, I gotta run to, like, confess my feelings type thing. But I feel like it's still probably the one that did it best because of that speech that he says to her and their performance in that moment. Again, Meg Ryan's mostly, but both of them, really good performance in that Scene, And also, I wanted to point out the fact that this scene, this movie was the basis for the inspiration, I should say, for the 2001 rom-com America's Sweethearts, which Billy Crystal wrote,
0: oh, which was like what? he was
1: like imagining what if Meg Ryan and I made like a bunch of movies together because that's the basis for John Cusack and Catherine zeta joness character who made a bunch of movies together and then got married and then like. Kind of got publicly divorced and blah 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 blah, and I actually like that movie a lot too. I think that's kind of over. It's I've it's, only seen it once. Yeah, it's kind I of over. Out. It's kind of ridiculous and and over to the top and all that. But I, I still kind of enjoy it. I wonder how that would age. Like, I feel like I'm constantly wanting to go back and watch movies that I thought I loved because now, in the wake of Me Too and everything politically correct and representation and diversity, I feel like there's something in most movies that is offensive, and I sometimes feel like it's gonna. Break down some of these films that I enjoyed at a certain point. So I wonder yeah. if *America's Sweethearts* has a little bit of that. Probably does. But
0: another point Hank about Hank
1: Azaria doing a Hispanic accent and like the whole stereotype of whatever is probably part of it.
0: But the thing is, is that those movies are time capsules. Products, that, yeah,
1: products of their time. That's true. Yeah,
0: and that you know we it's movies, it's films that like that that um, have us go now in the time now and say, oh wow, you know we, we could have... No, we've, we've grown, grown, a, yeah, we've grown and a lot. We've grown We're doing better. So it's like a historical... Historical... Um, yeah.
1: So I think, taking it back to this movie, I think this one has aged pretty well, mostly. Some of the gender stuff is not great, but it's also still relevant. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. most of it's still relevant. It's not like everything has totally changed in the last 30 years. It's mostly still applicable, I think. Um, any closing thoughts on When Harry with Sally? As the credits are sort of, I think we're about a minute away from the credits ending. Less. Any thoughts on this movie before we uh, close it down?
0: No, just that this great is...
1: movie. I had to. I had to have you finish the line because I was crying. I was getting emotional. My eyes were welling up a little bit, and I didn't. Want I don't my, think that happened. I didn't you. want I don't my think voice happen
0: c- to you. The last time we watched this. It's probably the child that has I mean it's also yeah' your heartstrings.
1: I mean I've gotten a lot softer since I had a kid as my dad likes to tell me that he got softer since he had a grandkid, grandchild. so I think that's kind of part of life, isn't it? He's kind of it's like when you take butter out of the refrigerator for your chocolate uh, dark chocolate peppermint cookies <laughs> in the holidays. It's the true. butter softens just like your heart does over yeah. time.
0: Well, one thing we didn't um, talk about was Rob Reiner.
1: So Rob his Reiner, yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. Rob Reiner, I was telling Kai before we started recording this episode, had an like insane run of movies prior to this. With uh, this is Spinal Tap in 1984, and then The Shore Thing with John Cusack, which I still haven't seen. I should probably check that out. Stand by Me.
0: This is Castle Rock
1: Entertainment. Entertainment. That's his thing. Yeah. Uh, Stand By Me, Princess Bride, this movie, Misery, and Few Good Men.
0: In fact, the trivia said this. I, I still didn't, um, I didn't see it in the movie when we were watching it because I was so involved, so engrossed in the movie. But there's a scene where um, Billy Crystal's character is reading Misery. And that was the movie following. You didn't point this that month. out? I
1: think you did. I think you said that when it happened on screen. No,
0: no? I pointed out before we started the podcast. Oh,
1: because, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, which was, it's basically like your point was when I told you before, that's like a Pixar thing. Yeah. We're pointing out the movie, the Easter egg about what you're with is about to come out. Right. Is, is the Missouri 1990. Which, and Rob Reiner has had quite a, a plethora of different genres.
1: Well, that's know? what I mean. That, and I know like, Oscar. That, that run that he I had confirmed. from like the mid 80s to the mid 90s really strong run I I liked Stand By Me not as much as you but I like it um I like when Princess Bride is six and a half out of five <laughs> uh, great movie classic don't remake it please this movie is one of the best romantic comedies of all time Misery is a great movie one of the best Stephen King adaptations of all time and A Few Good Men
0: it's actually the only Stephen King book I ever read
1: really I did Carrie and I think maybe one more I don't remember um but yeah, great movie. We loved it. Uh, big New Year's Eve film for people who are into New Year's Eve and such. So, Kai and I thought last thoughts on twenty nineteen. This is the last podcast episode of the year before we yeah, come the back. Decade. And the decade. Well, I know I didn't start the decade with the podcast though, so. Oh.
0: To be fair. Well, yeah. Twenty fourteen. Like... Okay. Well, um, just that it's been it's been quite it's been quite a year. A really good year there's also been some you know bad things too and it's been a really amazing decade i mean um me and rob have grown a lot both together we
1: weren't together when the apart, decade started too. yeah
0: well just about though almost, well not when we, yeah, we knew each other but we knew each other
1: not the very beginning of the decade it's a few months in but yes <laughs>
0: we're so pretty we're pretty good yeah, i guess so. and um you know it's just just it's amazing how much your life can change in a decade in five years and um or in less three years yeah so, so just yeah you just or? take just take your life day by day and um enjoy enjoy the new year because in the new decade because it's it's time for a refresh a reset and um i'll always love new year's eve for that reason and um you know happy new year everybody
1: Very nice, Kai. Um, Well, I want to thank Kai Yanis for being on the podcast for the second consecutive week. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do one of these again, you and I. But I think I mentioned earlier in this episode briefly. Well, yeah, Uh, I think um, Down With Love is the next one we're going to do for the regular format, for sure.
0: We like romantic comedies, apparently.
1: Well, that's. I mean, I didn't pick. Well, Office Space is not a romantic comedy, really.
0: You're talking about Crooked com. Oh, you're talking about, oh. I'm talking okay, about, for talking the, about the, movie, f- the regular right, format, right. yeah. Right.
1: Because we did Office Space and before that, Clueless. Yes. Which are two of Kai's favorite movies, as is this one. So I'm glad we were finally able to do a Crooked Commentary for a movie that Kai actually, you know, likes uh, for the first time. So maybe next time we'll try and do another one of those. I feel like I owe you the Can't Hardly Wait. So we'll have to do that sometime. For its 22nd first-
0: anniversary. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there you go. So thank you, Kai, for coming on the show.
0: Thanks for having me, as always.
1: And thank you all for listening to the Crooked Table podcast this year. And we'll see you all in 2020. If you're interested in joining me on the show to chat about one of your favorite films, head on over to crookedtable.com guest. Or you can consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash crookedtable. Of course, you can always find more podcasts, reviews, videos, and other movie-related goodies over at crookedtable.com. Until next time, this has been the Crooked Table Podcast, and I've been Rob.
0: This has been a production of CrookedTable.com. All rights reserved.
1: <laughs> Z-R-O-O-K-E-D! Z-O-O-O-K-E-D! <laughs>